Warning. This show is intended for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now. Parental discretion is advised. My enemies are many. My equals are none. They fear me like a force of nature, a dealer in thunder and death. I say, I am Emperor. Celebration of mediocrity. All this energy calling me back where it comes from. It's such a crude attitude. It's back where it belongs. All the little kids growing up on the skins are going Cleveland rocks, Cleveland rocks. Jumping Jean Jean, Moody James Dean, going Cleveland rocks, Cleveland rocks. I can't oh, play I, it when I, you're I, laughing. I totally screwed you up. That was awesome. That was amazing. Go ahead. Do your thing. Do you mind? No, I, 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 oh. I don't mind at all. Okay, the the all floor right. is yours, sir. Why, thank you. <clears throat> from the banks of the mighty Cuyahoga River to the shores of Lake Erie, we are live from Cleveland, Ohio, USA tonight. This is the Emperor's Court. I am your show host, the Emperor, joined by the smartass that is Highlander. Always a pleasure. Guilty as charged. Hey, by the way, I, I wanted to say, I, I actually got an email from someone. Did you? Uh, wanting to know, because they, they had heard the uh, podcast of our most recent show. Okay. And were actually concerned, based on uh, the, uh, the little tiff that we had regarding Kentucky and the Confederacy, right. if, if perhaps the Emperor's Court was coming to an end, if, if perhaps we were ir- they were irrecoverable, I don't know how to pronounce it, Ir- irreconcilable differences between between us that it was you know that that was so horrible brother against brother show host against show Ex- host exactly and i i, I kind of laughed at that because i was like dude I, I didn't write him back but if if you're the, if you're listening and you're the one that sent that email like if if you think this is going to end over whether kentucky was <laughs> in or not in the confederacy that's that's pretty sad i don't know that we said anything after the show or regarding it it just was kind of no i just wet. yeah it, it never ceases to amaze me exactly how much our listeners really hang on. Is that a little better? Yeah, it's go. not quite as loud. Yeah. Now, it, it never ceases to amaze me how everybody remembers every single word that we say. I mean, they hang on every single word. It is kind of strange. I mean, I'll get an yeah. email saying, well, remember when you said this like three episodes ago? I'm like, fuck, man, I have no clue. I oh, Sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm not yeah. going to go back and listen to the podcast and listen to it, but I mean, like, whoa, 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 do you really feel that way? I I guess. At, I don't, at the time, I did, yeah. usually don't say that just for, you know, crabs and giggles, but I suppose it's possible. But uh, we have a lot going on this, this uh, evening, ladies and gentlemen. If you've noticed on the forums, I'd mentioned that there's two topics that really pissed me off this week. So it's been a while since I really melted down, but I one of them actually... Uh, prompted me to make my first actual, and I, I can't tell if this is coming through or not. That's right, we had to turn down. Yeah, my first actual posting on 4chan. 
Really? It uh, it never. I've never done it. Never had an interest to it. And I just looked at this. And I'm like, you know what? This pisses me off so much. And I know because of my position, there's nothing I can do about it. Right. But I know who can. Right. Now you have to be careful because one of the rules of the internet yes. is that anonymous is not your personal army. Okay. Well, I didn't say so. it was. I didn't even mention until you okay. just did. I said I posted on 4chan. That's right. All I said. But you, yeah, but you, I, yeah, you I posted about the topic with the intention of you wanted them to do something about it. All I said so you, was, you I'll just careful. leave Nothing? this here for you guys to look at. That's where you, you take it from careful. here. That's all. Where you take it from here is up to you. So we will get to that a little later. Uh, the mailbag is a little full this week. I received a bunch of emails, actually, to my old WoW radio account. Guys. Is that still open? Uh, apparently, because I went back just for the I hell thought, of it. I thought all the servers were down and everything. No, that's still uh, that's still. Oh, on, it's, it's in the bag now. Iowa just scores a touchdown. That's the forget yeah, that's that. That's pretty much it. Yeah, it's over now. And that's the uh, Buckeyes start at 7 o'clock tonight, which kind of upsets me. Because a little disappointing, but we will be able to watch we'll it. We'll have it on the big screen here. that's uh, yeah. right next to us, like three feet from So if, if, if we start kind of rambling, uh, it's because yeah, we're watching like, the game. Damn it! Yeah, so. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I have a bunch of emails. Guys, I, I don't use the WoW Radio account anymore. In fact, I, I don't remember the last time I actually gave it out. So the email is emperor1g at cox.net. Send your email questions there. And I've got a lot I mean, of them, but... I, it's strange that they have... It's not like you haven't been saying that for over a year now. Well, I think that you're just older. I mean, these are like long-time listeners. Right. Except I, for I one understand. guy who says he's a first-time listener. I'm like, wait a minute. Well, how did he get the... You be, yeah, he goes on to say, like, listen to every single episode. He went and downloaded all of them, and that's cool. But I don't, I don't know why you're using the old yeah. email. So we have a lot of topics to get to tonight. A couple that really pissed me off. We've got uh, this or that. We've got more forbidden knowledge. More forbidden knowledge. Another quickening. Yeah, a, a nice long quickening because we didn't do one last time. So. so we have a lot to get to. But uh, happy sweetest day to start this off. Well, uh, it's a little weird to me, but uh, I guess happy sweetest day to you. I, I didn't get you anything. That would be kind of strange if you I never did. get me anything anyways. This is not very for Christmas, true. not for my birthday. People have no idea what the hell Sweetest Day is. I guarantee it. I actually did some research on this recently. I bet you they do. What, what, was it like a thing? Ma- wait, wait, what, what's the origin of In 1921, uh-huh. the 12 top candy makers in Cleveland got together and decided to create a holiday yeah, where I, they would give candy to the less fortunate I, kids I was going to say it was some sort of business thing that yes. probably came together. And it was mainly to give, ki- give candy and stuff to kids and the less fortunate. So Sweetest Day originated in Cleveland? Yes. It really? It's a Cleveland holiday, and it's never really gotten any bigger outside of like... Detroit, Chicago, Buffalo. Oh, are you serious? Yeah, I thought yeah. it was a national thing. No. It's I thought it was only like, like a national this... opposite Valentine's Day kind nope. of thing. Wow. Nope. Well, that's what it's morphed into, but that's not it was original purpose. Right. But, yeah, it's a hallmark holiday for the most part, but it's only it's very regional. They've tried very, to get big in New York. Mid- Midwestering. Tri- wow. Yeah, they tried L.A., but it's only in the Great Lakes region. It's ever actually gone anywhere. Wow. So that's why... Just like the Michael Stanley band. Exactly. I mean, outside of Cleveland, like, who the hell is Michael Stanley? Exactly. Well, if you were from the 70s or from Cleveland... In fact, I'm surprised you don't play uh, Our Town on your mix yeah, of stuff. Um, you know what? I probably should. I'll have to get... Because I play a lot of local Cleveland bands. There's right. no reason why I shouldn't have that yeah. one. I'll have to mix them in there. Wasn't it live last week? It's live every it's week. It's live every what week. The hell is- but we have a podcast. And yeah. more people listen to the podcast because they're, you know, they're, they're not here on Saturday night or they're doing other things. Right. So, they, so they get the podcast and then they listen to it in their office or whatever the hell. The vast, know. vast majority of people actually listen oh, to the yeah. podcast yeah, by you know, the thousands yeah. as opposed These to the several hundreds that listen to it live. Exactly. But uh, speaking of which, actually, one of the emails I got uh, it has to do with apparently we've been badmouthed again recently, as of last week. We've been badmouthed. Yes, it actually prompted me to well, go that's nothing and new, listen but I'm, to I'm, this. I'm curious who it was that badmouthed us. Uh, we'll get to that oh, okay. later okay. in the in the mailbag. But it prompted me to actually go and listen to the show. Oh, well, that that kind of apparently gives, this gives this you happened. A clue. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm not. 
I'm a little confused as to what he was referring to. I don't think it was on the show they were bad-mouthing us, but it was on their IRC channel, apparently. So, yeah, okay. Uh, we'll get to that a little later on. I am dying to know about that. I would so love to know what I, said. I have a lot to get to. You've got a lot to get to, so let's get started. Okay. Well, first off, before, no, before we, we have go to... Ahead. Okay, before we get started, All right. we have to tell everyone, if they're listening live, how, if they want to talk to us, they can talk to us live. Very good. Uh, I'm glad you reminded me because yes. Lord knows I never remember. I just want to jump how right in. Get in it. touch with the guys. Send an email to them at emperor1g at cox.net or join us in IRC at irc.quakenet.org in channel VTW. And there we go. Wow. Look at the name of the uh, Iowa <laughs> wide receiver there Daryl Johnson Kolianos. That looks Greek. It, uh, yeah. He's clearly I mean, black. Well, maybe uh, his mom was Greek or his Could dad be. was Greek. Probably. Yeah, something. I st- Notice that. It was a hyphenated name, too, which is usually ladies have that, not guys. He's a woman. He might be. That's kind of weird. Look at... Um, what are you looking at? Well, I'm looking at the that the levels here for... Does it seem delayed to you? It seems like it's a little delayed, yeah. I've never seen that before. I don't no. know why that would be like that, actually. Uh, but I mean, nobody, I, I, seems, nobody seems to be able to realize the difference. I no. mean, it just seems to me Maybe it's, it's just on a delay. I, In case we say naughty words, we can uh, censor ourselves. Like what? Uh, Ass. Shit. Bitch. Uh, I guess that doesn't work. No, there's no dump button. Actually, this isn't like this isn't real radio, so we don't really have a dump button. Gotcha. It'd be easy enough to make one. I bet. You'd have uh, to write. You have to write a program for it. And I'm not about to do that because no. I don't care enough to do that. To be honest. So are we going to jump right in with that? Uh, Frat and wonder. <sighs> the hell with it. Okay. Okay. What should we talk about first? Well, first off, there's anything that happened this past week, video game-wise, that you'd like to bring us up the date on? Anything you've been doing lately? Anything I've been doing lately? Yeah, other, it, other, other than my fantasy team, not really. How are you doing in fantasy uh, football? Horrible. Two and three. I don't know what the wow. hell. Well, the problem is all my, all my uh, players are either getting injured or my wide receivers are their quarterbacks being replaced by scrubs. Like, <laughs> like I had Steve Smith in Carolina, and he was doing great. And now they put in Jimmy Clausen, and now he never gets thrown to. I had Deshaun Jackson, who was Philadelphia's number one receiver. He was after they put Kevin Cobb back in. He never throws to him anymore. So that's another twenty points down the drain. Another touchdown for Michigan. Wow. I mean, really, my 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 workhorses are Adrian Peterson and Philip Rivers, who are amazing. Well, I mean, Man. that's to be expected. Yeah, that's one of the right. top quarterbacks, one of the top running backs but in then, all the NFL. But then after that, everything just dies. So I, I get a lot of points from those two, and then everyone else like two points, three points. And I've been I've been rotating people in and out, like looking at websites, trying to see if there's any you know hidden people that are just coming up or you know whatever. But nothing. Just every time I, I try someone new, they end up not uh, not performing like I thought they would. See, I had a very big video game um, week this week. I suppose oh. I finally finished up Fire Emblem for the Game Boy Advance. Uh, okay. Obviously, I'm playing it on an emulator because I hate small screens. Ironically enough, I've got the game, but I refuse to play it on the small screen. Hmm. So I finally finished that, and I got to tell you, the ending blew. I mean, it was like really? six lines of text thanking me for helping you know save the realm. Blah blah blah. It's like what. 25 hours of gameplay, and this is what I get? This is the payoff? You know, this is kind of reminds me back in the old days when you play, used to play like Master of Orion or Civilization or even Napoleon Total War. You finally win. You get a small little victory screen that says, you win, and that's it. It's like, that's the payoff? Right. There's nothing else? There's nothing else they can give me. Now, the one game that I finished a little while ago, uh, Red Dead Redemption, that had a right. great ending. Wow. It was, it was a very bold choice for an ending. It's, okay. it's, it's a downer of an ending. 
Okay, well, yeah, we won't spoil it. I don't want to spoil it, but title, it's, but it is a downer. It's, it's, it's wow. I, you know, you didn't think you'd go there with a video game, but they, they went there. And I think it pays off. Does it open up for a sequel, or is it kind of a No, it opens it up. I, I suppose, yeah, it opens up for a sequel if you want to. But I, I don't know if they'll do a sequel or not. Because really, the, the whole point of the game is the, the, the Wild West. Right. But the whole game itself takes place right at the end of the Wild West, like in like 1915. Okay, so it's pretty much so coming to a close. The whole, yeah. That's part of the whole genre. They, you know, the West is coming to a close. There's cars now. The cars are coming. And like, you know, there's telephone wires putting put up and things like that. So it's, it's sort of like the, the, the last gasp of, of the Wild West. Yes, done left. We'll pimp that out actually after the opening monologue. The second thing I did this weekend, other than beating up Fire Emblem, and I immediately started Fire Emblem Sacred Stones, which is the next title uh, in the Game Boy uh, series. Uh-huh. But I started some research on the old Langrisseur series that I used to play. It's very similar to Fire Emblem. And the two original games that launched the series were called uh, Guy Frame and the Crest of Gaia. And they were for the NEC PC uh, wow, that's, system. Wow, that's 11 billion years ago. Right, which is, to us, the TurboGrafx-16. Yes. And I started reading about the TurboGrafx, and I don't know if we've ever done that for the uh, stupid video game moment of the week. We well, should. It didn't really, yeah. The, the problem that they, they lauded it as, as a 16 bit system when in actuality it was like it was an, an 8 bit system. Yeah. Yeah, with a 16 bit processor. For 400 bucks. Plus, yeah. you know, it was like. It was plus, four. it had one controller and then you had to buy like another one and the controller system was all messed up. And, right. Yeah. This came out in like 1991, 1992, and the system looked badass. It did. I, I even remember the commercials. They're, they were trying to pimp their character, whose name was Bonk. Yeah, and, and, yes. And Bonk was a caveman kid who his his main power of attack was he would he would headbutt you. Right. So that was that was the commercials that were going all the time was, was like Bonk, Bonk's Splatter House, or something like that. Uh, Military Madness. That was the Nectaris series. So you, you you remember more than I do. But if you want me to, next week I'll do the Triple Graphics. I, I think that would be a good failure because it was four hundred bucks for the series for the thing to come out, and this was in like nineteen ninety one. Right. Didn't come with any games. Came with one controller, like you said. Only yeah. had a port for one controller. Yes. He had the jury rig the son of a gun to actually get it to work for two. Yeah. Um, on top of that, it was like $150 for an add-on for the CD system because it came with the CD. I system remember eventually. that. Yeah. Yeah. It just went on and on and on. I'm like, God, who would have the money for this kind of thing? It's like the one you did last week where mm-hmm. it would be like $3,000. It was ridiculous. To yeah. put it together for like the LaserDisc system or whatever what the hell it was. At any rate, um, the Lancaster series had two or three games on TurboGrafx, and I thought that was pretty cool. So I went hunting around to try and find out if I could find a ROM for it, because I can't read Japanese, and I can't find the games in the systems anymore. Right. I found a couple of the games on eBay, but it doesn't help with any systems. What I wanted to know is if any of those were ever turned into English, because I know for Lancaster 2, for the Sega Genesis and the Mega Drive, uh, there was a group, a community, that actually did a English translation patch for it. So you oh. could play it on a ROM, you could play it in English. I really wanted to play, like, Lancaster 3, 4, 5, you know, the other PC version they actually had. But I can't, because I don't speak Japanese. And there's a couple out there that have the whole thing translated. Like, you can download a PDF file that'll, you know, that has the whole storyline for you, you know, by scene, by scenario. And I just, I've tried it, and I can't do it. Really? I can't get into it. I want to be able to read it myself. And some of them are, are voice acted, like uh, oh, okay. Lancashire 2 was when they redid it. Uh-huh. They had a voice acting, which I guess was pretty darn good at the time. I, I just can't get into it. I want to see this, the damn thing in English, and I don't think it's ever going to happen. The third thing for video games this week is I tried the Sony PlayStation Move. Did you really? Yes, I did. Did you go to uh, the Baron's GameStop and check it out? Is I went to the did? Baron's house, yes. Oh, the Baron's house. He bought well, it. Well, I believe that he, they're allowed to borrow it for a few days. Oh, okay. So I, I actually tried. In fact, the good Baron might was going to try and make it for tonight. The problem is 
I found our third microphone, still in its packaging. Uh-huh. I cannot for the life of me find the wiring and the stand that goes to it, because he borrowed it for a stupid paranormal investigation company. Right. You brought it back, and I don't remember what the hell I did with it. At any rate. So, so, I, so if, if, is he going to show up at some point? I don't know. I believe okay. he's going to BW3 for the Buckeye game. Oh, okay. Well, then never mind. So that's what I want. But uh, it's pretty badass. It's better than the Wii. Is it really? I'm looking at it and I, I'm feeling like, okay, it's the friggin' Wii with a you know a, a bubblegum bubble on the end of it. Right, right. Nope, much more accurate. Much more accurate. Much, and it's not just you know accurate as following your your motions, but it, it's very it's down to very small you know minute details. It wow. follows everything. It's great because there's a sensor bar and there's a camera and it follows everything you do and it's really cool. So it's 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 like they've taken the Wii and made it to the next level. Yes, they've actually and it's, you know, all high Wii. definition gaming, right. So it's basically what the Wii should have been had they decided to make it HD instead of going the cheaper route. Interesting. Right. Interesting. So I guess the only thing you'll have to try now is uh connect and then figure out the difference between them. Now Fred's wants to know is it more accurate than the Motion Plus. Um I will say that I'm not sure only because I refuse to buy the Motion Plus. To me, if I bought the Wii, I bought it with the understanding that the game would work. Not that I would have to go out and buy you know, an accessory to make it work better. Right. The Move doesn't require that. It works exceptionally well the way it does. Uh, Spyro says, I wonder what the Kinect will do to the PS Move. Well, the, I believe the Kinect comes out November 4th. I talked to Baron about it today. They've got a working uh, prototype, or not a prototype, Proto- a working work. model in their store. He says it's very accurate, and it works very well. Really? Uh-huh. He's played uh, one of the uh, adventure games they have coming out for it, and a racing game. So in, in lieu of this, in lieu of your you know, somewhat endorsement of the PlayStation Move, considering that in months past, at previous Emperor's Courts, you've talked about how you think it's a gimmick and it won't catch on, and yes. it's... It's kind of a waste of time. Yes. Are you are you willing to retract what you said, or, or do you still stand by your statements? I think it is a much better version of the Wii system, but I don't think it's going to catch on to a very large degree. Okay. Because it's not new. It's not innovative. It's not different. The Wii has done all of that. Whether or not it does it better at this point is irrelevant. Uh-huh. I don't think it's going to catch on very well. Do I like it? Yes. Am I going to go out and drop 50 bucks on it? Yeah, probably not. That's how much it is, 50 I believe it's forty nine ninety nine. Wow. That's yeah, plus a, the games. Well, I, I, it, just by price point alone, I think that the Move is going to sell a lot more than the Kinect. Cause it, isn't the Kinect like 150 150 $150 to 50 you know, that's, We will have a chance to try it out this Christmas. Uh, I happen to know that we'll be getting a Xbox 360 with a Kinect. Oh, okay. So we'll, you and I will be able to test it out with friends and see what we think and, and give a rundown later down the road. Uh, I think the difference is the Kinect is something innovative. It is different. It is, for lack of a better idea, virtual reality. It's the closest thing you're going to get. Right now, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So at 150 bucks, yeah, I think it's pretty steep. But they've brought down the Xbox 360 price on that. And I believe it's pretty much good to go with anything. Um, I don't think you have to have an adapter. I think, I think it plugs right in the back of the system. Oh, okay. I'm not sure on that and exactly. And then you, you need an, an adapter for the PlayStation Move? Uh, to be honest, I don't know. I did okay. not ask. But he handed me the controller here. Let's go. So... I mean, I liked it. I thought it was pretty fun. Uh, again, it's just it's doing what the Wii does better. Right. Okay. Now, let me ask you this: uh, Do you have a, you've got a PlayStation Three, don't you? No, I you don't. Got an, you have an Xbox. I have a three hundred and sixty. Yeah. Do you use their online service to download old games like the Xbox Live? Do you never. Go on, have you never, never done? Okay. Never. I've I've thought about it, but it's just one of those things where it's like it's like what you were saying, like an extra thing on top of everything else. Right. I'd have to get. 
and an adapter to connect to the Xbox. And actually, the problem is it's even worse than that because my original Xbox died. It just died on me. Red Eye of Death? Yes. So what I did was I went – it was after the warranty. Hmm. Okay. I thought they extended the warranty for all systems. I don't remember. Oh, go on. I don't remember. It's it's been a long time. (laughs) But anyway, what I did was at at the time I just bought like a cheap one, which didn't have a hard drive in it. I have like a memory card thing that you put in there. Okay. And if you do that, then you can't do a lot of other stuff. Like you can't do Xbox Live. You can't do – you know, transferring you know, things like that because you have to have a hard drive apparently for some reason. Right to download the the game. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, because I mean that's how the Wii does. That's how the PlayStation Three does it. Now, I have gotten a couple of games through the virtual console system on the Wii. Okay. Now, a lot of the games I want are only available in Japan, but not here for whatever reason. And I've noticed that they're starting to do the same thing with the PlayStation Network. They have for the last several years, but I've only really started paying attention to it recently. Huh. That you can download old games onto here, and I'm thinking to myself. You know what? I don't know if I really want to do that for the simple fact that eventually this system is going to be out of date. It's going to become obsolete. Not to mention what happens if I get that red eye of death, you know, so to speak, on the PlayStation or, or for the Wii. Then I, I mean, the games right. are downloaded right to the system. I don't get to keep them. If the system dies, all those games go away. There's no, you know, brick you and can't, There's no hard copy. You can't down them, download them again for free after you've downloaded them? No. It, it's not set to an account. It's not like Steam. Once you have it, you have it until it goes away or you delete it. Mm, okay. So even if it's only 5 or 10 bucks to download a game, look, I'd rather have the game indefinitely. Or, you know what, better yet, I can play the ROM on my system. I've got most of the games that I'm talking about that I want to download and replay. I own the games. I own the original systems. In fact, behind you, underneath that spare bed right there, is an Atari 2600. Console is it really? system with about 80 games. Wow. You know what, and I, I can hook that sucker up if I wanted to, or I can download the ROMs. It, to me, it's more cost-effective to just download the ROMs and play them on my PC anytime I like, as opposed to spending the money, downloading them to the virtual console, and then you know hope that it doesn't get you know wiped away. Interesting. Uh, Fred says you can re-download on the Wii. If you remove the virtual console game, you can re-download it. Okay, now Fred says, I've tried that, and it doesn't work. So not entirely sure how that goes. I, I would imagine if, if it's not on your system anymore. Yeah, because it's not set. Uh, there's no account. I mean, there, there's no. I mean, there is. You a have a Wii card. account, though, don't you? Don't you have like there's there's like a oh, name it, on there and all that? And uh, I, I would assume that's your account. There's an I, there's a friend ID that you have that you can give to somebody. Uh huh. But so they can find you online. But I mean, pretty much that's it. Hmm. Now, some people in IRC are saying that's kind of weird that it should work. Spyro says, what will happen to the future when games become download only? Well, I mean, Spyro, look at way, the way Steam does it. As long as you have access to your Steam account, once you buy the game, you can download it to any system that you put yeah. your Steam account or, on. Or what you could possibly do is, like, you actually wouldn't download it to yourself. You would just play it. And they would be on the servers from the, the game <laughs> company or whatever. Which I do know that we've had this discussion in the past, is that there are a couple of companies out there that are trying to get it so that games stream right from I was just looking at there was okay, a horrible that they stream problem. right from the server and then when you're done playing you just log off and then you're done right I don't like that I like having the game myself to play when I like I, I don't necessarily want to have to connect to the internet to play a game which kind of leads us to one of our first big topics and this is one thing that really pisses me off and this is a potential meltdown thing so here we go now, this is not news, because this happened actually last week, but we never got around to it, but we're going to get to it tonight. 
Allegedly, actually it was not allegedly, it's been proven, uh, apparently Blizzard began banning some people in StarCraft II recently. But it's not necessarily the people you think. Now, when I think of banning by Blizzard, I think it takes them months and months and months to get around to banning people who are hacking online. Whether they're using a map hack or a disconnect hack or what have you. Not this time. Apparently, they've decided to drop the ban hammer on people who are playing the single player campaign. This one's from Tomsguy.com, but you can also get the same story elsewhere, Kotaku and, you know, some others. Okay. But, uh, so, anyways, quote, So you're partial to cheating just a smidge when playing StarCraft II in single-player mode. You don't cheat during multiplayer games. That's just bad form. Last week, Blizzard swung the almighty banhammer, permanently banishing 5,000 cheaters from Battle.net. However, it seems the publisher is also banning cheaters who have never played online. One player apparently used a trainer develop, uh, developed by CheatHappens.com, and apparently this is a cheat that allowed him to manipulate the game in the single-player mode, give them unlimited resources, you know, reveal the map, things like that. Uh, anyways, the guy's name is G-Money, claims the StarCraft account has been suspended for using unauthorized cheat programs. Blizzard's defense is that single-player games, quote, only appear to be you and a computer, and that a player's achievements and gamer score actually carries weight and prestige in their online play. Jesus Christ, that's what this is about. See, Blizzard's not trying to fight for the integrity of their product. They're not trying to prevent people from cheating online. It's because of their achievement scores. Look, if <coughs> you can pretty much get any achievement you like if you play long enough or hard enough. Having a single, I mean, this is no different than having a game genie. But because they're going to have some virtual little badge like a trainer's badge in Pokemon that appears and kind of twirls in front of you and says, you've achieved, you know, killing 25 Zerg with one Marine. Well, what prestige? I'd like to see the guy roll up to a chicken of art and say, hey, baby, you know I got 1,700 achievement points in StarCraft II. They'll be all over you. Try it. See how far you get. That, uh, but that's what this has come down to. I mean, that's their defense. Part of it. Uh, there's also something at the very bottom of the article that I'm reading as well, which I find very interesting. It says, it's also important to note that you're allowed to use the built-in cheat codes that come with StarCraft II. Right. It seems that Blizzard just has a problem with third-party programs. Right, and that's what, that's what we were getting to, is that Blizzard games have always had that ability in there. You know, the old disco cheat for Warcraft II. You know, you had the unlimited resource, unlimited money, uh, you know, the map reveal, things like that. Right, right. So I, I don't understand... Uh, okay, here's an update. Blizzard contacted us this morning with a statement regarding the banning for users. This is from October 13th, so only a couple days ago. This is what Blizzard's Bob Colico had to say on the matter. Quote, Blizzard Entertainment is not banning StarCraft II players for just for using single-player cheats. There's been some confusion the last couple of days about the suspensions and bans meted out to players caught cheating in StarCraft II. It's important to point out first, and that many third-party hacks and cheats developed for StarCraft II contain, contain both single- and multiplayer functionality. That's bullshit, by the way. I have I researched the thing. It's one or the other, not both. In order to protect the integrity of the multiplayer competition, we are actively detecting cheat programs used in multiplayer modes, whether they are human opponents or not. That said, players who opt to use any type of third-party hacks do so at their own risk. There are already built-in cheat codes for StarCraft II single-player that can be used safely. Blizzard Entertainment has always taken cheating seriously when we feel like it, and will continue to aggressively crack down on players who cheat in our games. I, I don't quite understand why they would care whether you would cheat in a single-player campaign. It's, right. it's just you playing. Right. Not, who, who are you cheating against? The, the computer? 
I, I don't because understand. of their online achievements. That what this that's that's what what this is revolving around is that you have a digital number. It's like fake friends. It's like having a ton of friends on Facebook. You don't really have three hundred friends. You happen to have met three hundred people, or you know from somebody else through somebody else three hundred people. I mean, your achievement score is irrelevant. Do you get invited to tournaments because of it? No. Does it help you beat the game more? No. Does it unlock an extra you know, campaign for you? No. It does nothing. What the hell is the difference between typing in the stupid little cheat they have or using one that somebody downloaded off the internet? And that's a bunch of bullshit when you try to convince us that, oh, but there's a hack out there that does both. No, it doesn't. You either download the single player or you download the multiplayer or you can download both. They're significantly different. There's, a, I mean, it should be very simple, I would think, to know if somebody's hacking playing online. I understand that. I fully endorse it because you're ruining somebody else's experience and your rank and your standing in the league make a difference because it depends. Maybe you get sponsored by a company. Maybe you make it to a tournament. Maybe you qualify for a money game. But again, like you, I don't know that it matters. You're playing the goddamn computer. What the hell does the AI care? It's going to fight you either way. I tell you what this really is. It's a friggin' money grab. Blizzard doesn't give a shit about this. They want to ban your account so that you have to go to the store, drop another 50 bucks, load it into your system, and start all over again. This is exactly why Blizzard wanted you to have to, play, have to be online to play the single player. Remember this, we had this big thing when StarCraft II first came out. We had a big shitstorm about this because it was ridiculous. They had to connect to the internet to go ahead and play your single-player mode. Well, you know what? It's, this is why. So yep, they can actually keep exactly track, why. be on your computer, download stuff that runs in the background that's keeping track of every friggin' thing you do. That's what this is. It's a friggin' money grab. That is the new Blizzard. I, I wish to hell I had the sound effect from uh, Wall Street that says greed is good. Because that's what this is. That is a new Blizzard business model. Little Rex says, I think Blizz is getting so much sand in there, you know what, because Blizzard codes, when used, disable the ability to gain achievement points. Third party must not disable that, so using third party cheats will let you artificially boost your score. So, so what? what? It's, who, who cares about the score in StarCraft? Nobody does. I can't think of a single I can't player. Remember, I, mean, I can't remember any of my scores from any any Warcraft or StarCraft game I've ever played. Look, when I play you, online, the, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to... You don't get to see what the other person's achievement score is. And who gives a damn? Yeah. You either win or you lose. That's, That's what right. it boils down to. I mean, I'll pay attention to what icon they've got because that tells me how many wins they've had. But even that, for the most part, is irrelevant because pretty much everybody on Battlelet is a 50% player. They've won as many as they've lost. The rank online matters. The fact that they beat the single-player campaign story mode... I mean, do, how many of us, or raise your hands at home, did you get into a clan because the you know requirement was, have you beat StarCraft 1 single player? Yes. <laughs> did you play Warcraft through story mode? Yes. Well, I, 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 you know, it, cheating is cheating. It's the single player. I mean, this is the equivalent of, of Nintendo coming to my house when I'm 10, knocking my door, coming in, slapping me in my face, raping my mother, and taking my NES because I used the Game Genie. That's mighty harsh words. Okay, but that's I'm, that's I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying it's mighty harsh words. I mean, I'm surprised we're not burning kids in the stake or chopping off hands because using the game genie. God forbid. I mean, I mean, it's not affecting anything. <laughs> <laughs> Manly stuff. Poor M's people mom. Are, 
Yeah, no, never no, saw it coming. Yeah, now Christmas said after Emperor refusing to hate on Civ Five, this is superb. Uh, bear in mind what you're what you're talking about is the Twitter, which I go on. I'm the one that didn't hate on Civ Five, not right? Up. Although I, I don't. What is your opinion on, on Civilization Five? Uh, don't sidetrack me. Okay, I'm on That's a roll. All right, I'll go for it. Go for it. But Divine, the, but Crispin, that was me. I'm the one that didn't hate on Civ Five. I think it's great. All right, uh, go ahead. Divine Justice of Inclan Imperial Guards says the fact that it is the third party hack cheat can justify a ban. Look, I, Blizzard can pretty much do whatever they want. That's what this comes down to. I'm looking at it from uh, from a consumer standpoint. All right, and Zarek, we'll get to Dota two later. That's one of the articles I have. Okay, uh, you have to look at it this way. I spent sixty bucks. To buy a game. A single player game. My gaming experience doesn't affect anybody else's. My online achievement score doesn't affect anybody else's. If Blizzard was that up, you know uptight about it, if their ass was that tight over the whole issue, there's a very easy way that what they could have done was they could have disabled achievement score in the single player. Sure. That's what they could have done. But no. This way they get an extra 50 or 60 bucks. And they get to take the high run and say, we're preventing cheating. No, sir. No, sir. Once upon a time, this game was created for people to enjoy, to have fun. The business model has changed. And it's not just Blizzard. This is becoming, I mean, a run-of-the-mill thing. This is the status quo. It's the fate of Copley. This is what companies do right now. That's what they want. They want as much money as they can get out of you for as little work as possible. Trust me, it costs them nothing to ban you. It costs you 60 bucks. If they didn't want any kind of cheating at all, if they were that concerned about the achievement points, then they shouldn't have had their cheats in there to begin with. I'm talking about the Blizzard ones. This is infringing on my gaming experience. I should not have to connect to the internet to play a single-player game. Even Steam gives me the option to play offline. My father has all of the Total War series, especially Empire and Napoleon. He plays single-player and plays offline all the time. Why? Because he doesn't want to deal with the online hassle. And you know what? It's becoming increasingly hard for me to blame him. For a guy who grew up with the beginning of the Internet, in Highlander, you and I started in the same time. Sure. We both experienced the birth of the Internet. I, I remember. It is very quickly getting away from us. And you know what? And the thing is, I, Highlander, I don't have an option. I don't have an answer to the problem. There, well, there really isn't because it's it's Blizzard's product. And yes. They can do whatever they want. And yes. If that's what they want to do, then that's what they want to do. Fred says you can play StarCraft II single player offline. Yes, you can. However, you must connect within 30 days or your account becomes I mean, deactivated. You have to play it. You have to connect to the Internet to play a single player at least once a month. Uh, no, Divine Justice, I've looked it up. Yes, you do. Every 30 days. Not to mention, I mean, if, what if there's a patch? You've got to connect to the internet to get the patch. And, of course, then they're scanning your computer because it's on your system. i got news for you. That's in the, the terms of service. Which is another BS thing, the fact that Blizzard's scanning your whole system. And that's been in since World of Warcraft, yes. Which is a bunch of crap, but whatever. I don't know. I, but I, I, I've had it. I, <laughs> I mean, plus the fact that the game's not balanced. There's no. I can't. I can't pay my clan members to play online anymore. I've been doing random team alone. That's nothing that pisses me. Really? Off. I've won eleven straight games in four and four. I ranked second in the platinum league for four v four. I cannot get diamond to save my. I mean diamond three or three. Diamond in two on two. I want diamond in four by four v four, and I can't get over the hump. And I don't know why. Uh. At any rate, so that is my bitch. Well, that's my first one. There's another one coming later. Yeah. Trust me when I tell you. 
So that's what this has been, is Blizzard banning people for cheating on the single player. Wow. Iowa just won the game. Michigan came all the way back. But I've, I've been watching as you've been melting down, and Michigan's defense has not stopped them. Speaking of coming back, uh, Texas up 23 over Nebraska. They're up 20-13. Uh, uh, they got three minutes left. I kind of feel bad for Nebraska. They really wanted that game because they, they haven't beaten Texas in forever. And yep. they're ranked, what, fourth? Fifth. Fifth. Well, they uh, were ranked Depending on fifth. who you're looking at. Yeah, yes. exactly. The BCS rankings come out tomorrow, and unfortunately yes. I think we're going to get screwed. Probably. Uh, yeah. the, the, the rumor mill is that Boise State is going to be first. Who have they beat? Name, they haven't beaten one ranked team. We I'm have. Just, I'm just saying. Right. No, I understand. I'm just saying. But, it'd be, but you know what? If you look at their schedule for the rest of the season, they don't play a friggin' play. They no. don't play anybody. I think the only two teams they played was, uh, what, Oregon and uh, Virginia Tech? They played Virginia just, Tech and Oregon State. Oregon State. Yeah, okay. and play Oregon or else that would have been different. Right. But we've got Penn State, Iowa. We already beat Miami, who was ranked. They wouldn't get raped last week by Florida State. They'd still be ranked. We got Iowa at Iowa, Wisconsin tonight at Wisconsin. We got Penn State, and we got Michigan at home. Our schedule is not easy for the next four games. <sighs> We're doing this one next? Uh, no, I thought we'd do yours next. Oh, okay. That way I can take a breath, you can take over and explain what the hell this is that's going to piss me off some more. All righty. From Gamasutra.com, $2 million grant to develop game that breaks bias against women in sciences. You know what? Speaking of women... I, I, it's something that kind of aggravates me. I don't understand why the hell they always bitch and moan about having to cook and bake. They come equipped with milk and eggs. Really? Get your ass to the kitchen. Okay, where did you get that from? Because you didn't come up with that yourself. I, I know you didn't come up with that yourself. Where did you get that what? from? How do you? I Where did you steal my, that from? I didn't steal from anybody. That's awesome. No, it, it is awesome. That's why I know it didn't come from you. So who did you, so you steal it from? I'll have to put up with this. <laughs> All right, uh, a $2 million grant from the National Institute of Health is to fund the development of a video game that aims to break assumptions that keep women and minorities from the sciences. The game will be developed by researchers and students in conjunction with Molly Carnes, director of the University of Wisconsin-Madison Center for Women's Health Research, with the aim of combating implicit subconscious bias against women and minorities. Quote, after years of effort, many fields in science, math, engineering, and medicine still have the trouble of attracting, retaining women and minorities. And I'll find women underrepresented in leadership, says Carnes. For 25 years, the research agencies have said if the U.S. is going to maintain its competitive edge in a global economy that is increasingly knowledge-based, we must invest in the domestic workforce in science, math, engineering, and medicine. There has been some improvement, but we are not taking full advantage of our domestic workforce. So, in a nutshell, they're going to pay $2 million to make games to try to encourage women to... And minorities, yes, to get into science, math, engineering, and medicine, yes. Instead of cooking and gangbanging like the women and minorities do now, right? Wow, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave that to you on that one. It, sarcastic. You I dick. know, I know. Well, look, I, I I did some more research on this too because I figured you would blow up on this. Oh yeah, you you know by by 2018, there's going to be more IT jobs and things like that in America than there are people going into the field. And when that situation finally comes up, what we're going to have to do is do massive outsourcing more than what we're currently doing now. I find that very, very hard to believe considering how much computers are a part of everybody's life as it is now. I, I agree. But for some reason, people going into the IT field and things like that are uh, – it's not – certainly it's still high. But it's not as high as it used to be. I guess it's starting to trend downward. So what, what are you looking at right there? I was just catching up on IRC. Oh, okay. Okay, so, so anyway – the. 
the claim is that by by trying to do something like this, obviously it's women and minorities, but it's trying to get people into the field so that we don't have to outsource the jobs to India or China or insert country here. We can keep them in America. And here's why that logic makes no sense. Okay. Why is it that we outsource jobs now? Because it's cheaper. Thank you. So if we have an American workforce here that's already you know, educated and knows how to do the job, is that going to change the fact that we're outsourcing those jobs? Are you going to pay an American 40 grand to do it or an Indian 15 grand? I don't know. I really don't know. I know that there's a huge backlash against people outsourcing jobs. Uh, yes, because we'd like to keep the jobs here. Right, exactly. But the reality of the fact is it's not because there isn't – I mean – you want to talk about manufacturing jobs. The United States used to be, and I believe might still be, the largest manufacturing country in the world. Okay, so it's not like we didn't have the workforce here that was capable of doing it. It was a matter of cost. It's cheaper to do it elsewhere. Same thing with this. This, to me, is irrelevant. The reason we outsource the jobs isn't because we can't find enough people that are qualified. It's because nobody wants to pay them. It's much cheaper to pay so many pennies on the dollar than pay an American a normal wage because those countries, they can get away with it. Right. Especially China. They don't care if their people make nothing. India, a little different story. I, I personally would think India's a lot better than China when it comes to, you know, if you have to outsource. I, we're closer as close as, I mean, as far as the mindset goes. I guess, I guess but, to me, that's irrelevant. Right. This, where's the grant coming from? The National Institute of Health. Is that a federal Yes. Institution? Okay. The National Institute so of Health. So the federal government of the United States, which is flat broke to begin with, for the most part, is giving away $2 million to invent a game that will have no bearing on anything. This is like an Oregon Trail game that's going to appear in some you know schools that no one's going to care about. Look, if you're going to go into the computers, it's for two reasons. One, it's because you like money, or two, because you like computers. One or the other. Right. But it's not going to stop people from outsourcing jobs, because when it comes right down to it, it's a matter of cost. It's cheaper to do it elsewhere than do it here. Unless you're going to have an American, like those friggin' Mexicans that keep coming across the border and say, I'm willing to do the job for pennies on the dollar. They're not. This isn't going to change anything. But we are going to throw... Down, I need a drink. Okay. Continue my rant for me. Continue your rant for you? I, I can't do that, obviously. All I'll okay, say is that... Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Say, say what you're going to say. <clears throat> we don't have the money... For most vital projects in this country. But we have $2 million to throw away to create a video game to try to convince women and minorities who I'm pretty sure are going into. Hey, look, I, I work for the largest employer in the United States, okay, for a branch of it. And I will tell you that at least a half, if not more, of the people I work with are women and minorities, okay? These are very capable people, very intelligent people. These are excellent people to work with and for. I can't think of a single bad thing to say about any single one of them. They didn't need a video game to get in there. Some of them are older than me. Most are about the same age. A couple that are, uh, that are younger. They don't need a video game to go in and do what is you know, basically computer work. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, go ahead. No, that, that, that's pretty much the whole thing right there. Uh, let me see. Uh, the game will... Carnes argues that bias is like a bad habit and that people want to change but find it a struggle. If it was easy to get people to change a habit, nobody would be smoking, she said. Well, that's obviously other things. So we know that giving people information is not enough, and we know that the way we are delivering diversity messages to faculty is not working. Uh, she hopes the game will involve, will involve challenge and invoke curiosity, give enough information, but not too much. Uh, the new grant called the National Institutes of Health Directors Pathfinder Award to promote diversity in the scientific workforce, well, that's a mouthful, is funded by the American Recovery and Reinvestment Act, which is the <laughs> stimulus package. 
my apologies for continuing to cough. I have not yet no, had okay. my pneumonia, so I just apologize to everybody who has to listen to me. So I, man, I don't know. I I I think I don't know. I I I know that among certain like people, to me. I know other than among certain people, they they value and actually look for companies that, at least here in America, that hire and use American workers as opposed to workers in other countries. And I know that in some cases that's a selling point. Now I don't know if by 2018, like they say, if that would be enough of a selling point to try and turn the tide. So that if there's more American workers here, we'll keep the jobs here as opposed to shipping them overseas. You know, I don't know. We're talking about here's what's seven gonna, years in the future. Here's what's going to keep American jobs here, whether they're making a video game or not. If the rest of the world, especially the third world, developing countries like India, like China, bring up their cost of living and bring up their wages that are on par with an American or with the American worker, even if it's three quarters of what an American makes for the same job, that is what will change. Because an American company says, well, screw that. Why am I going to pay three quarters to somebody over this overseas if you put all the other costs with it? I'd rather uh-huh. just get an American to do it. That's the only thing that's going to change that. Unless you know the government starts hammering companies that are sending jobs overseas. Which, unfortunately, I hate it, but it's not fair to do that. Companies have a right to do what they need to do to you know, keep costs on, I suppose. Free market, that kind of thing. At any rate... I'm actually looking at the IRC here, catching up on a couple of things that are, people are saying. Somebody, uh, Grimhound wants to, he's got an idea, instead of giving $2 million to make a video game, said end corn subsidies and pour all the government money to starting up a massive, massive solar and wind power infrastructure in Arizona. There's nothing there. To which, this is what I find funny, none left said, what did M say? Arizona sucks and Seattle blows? Not sure, I can't remember. I believe the joke goes, why do the trees in Cleveland bend to the southeast? Southeast? Yes. See, I thought they would bend to the southwest because they tried to stay as far away from Pittsburgh as possible. Well, it's because Michigan blows and Pittsburgh sucks. Ah, okay, that's, there we go. The I got goes. I got half of it right. Okay. Yeah, so. I I know that there was uh, an oil uh, T Boone Pickens who's been trying. Yeah, to that get, guy he's went been, bankrupt. He's been trying to get like a, a wind power thing going all all up and down the uh, Great Plains because there's a lot of wind there for you know whatever reason. But I've not heard of any any wind power turbines in a great extent being put in Arizona. Solar power, yes, yeah. I've heard, but not. not well, there's a couple power. problems with that because there's actually a giant wind or solar turb or a wind turbine right outside my building downtown next to Cleveland Brown Stadium. Big one. Yeah, it's on the uh, Great Lakes Science Center. Yeah, every time I go to work, I'd say maybe one out of every two weeks I see it moving. Kind of. Really? Yes. There's one I used to drive by on 480 that's uh, that was moving every day. The problem is that the wind turbines don't actually generate a great deal of electricity, and the bigger problem is you have to find a way to transport it. That's the problem. You can put all these, you know, these solar panels in the desert. You can put the right. turbines, the great plants. You have to upgrade the infrastructure in order to carry it a along. great deal. Yes. And even if you start to transport it from there, you're going to lose a lot of it in the transfer. Uh, b- what it comes down to is, it's not economically feasible. It it wouldn't make mu- it wouldn't make sense. I mean, if you're that much of a hippie that you want to save the environment, that you don't care if your economy tanks as a result, then yeah, go ahead and try. T Bone Pickens tried it, and he's bankrupt. He, I remember he was trying to sell his domain, his website, trying to sell his idea, a book. Hmm. Nah, no one had bought it. So, and Divine just says, "Good point. Who's going to pay for them?" And there you go. I, who's got the money? Who's willing to do it? Because I sure as hell not. Just use nuclear power. It's clean and safe. Well, manly stuff. You can't do that because the greenies in this country, like uh, Highlander here, won't let you. I'm sure it's incredibly not safe whatsoever. I what What do you do with the waste? 
You bury it? Yes. You bury it. Underneath a mountain. How about now? Like everybody. Okay. Because you're going to go spelunkering down underneath the mountain any day now, right? So you're going you're gonna to trust that they've welded it up accordingly and nothing is going to seep out? You're 100% confident in that? Okay, here's an idea. How about you give me an example of a giant nuclear waste pile that was buried underneath a mountain that has not worked, or that has, you know, harmed people or killed a bunch of people or become a you know? I'll, I'll a be disaster. glad to look it up and let you know next week. Off the top Thank of you. my head, I don't know. That, I know that there's been plenty of nuclear accidents. Uh, I can think of one. Just one? Uh, Chernobyl. How about Three Mile Island? Yeah, that didn't actually do anything though. It was close to being a nuclear meltdown, right. but not on the same thing as Chernobyl. It would have been a local event. I just, I just don't think it's worth taking the risk. Why, why, take, why take the risk? Even if it's a 1% risk, is really? You're going you're gonna to roll the dice on that one? On the rare off? I mean, I, I don't know. I, I just don't think it's well, worth the risk. Well, there's a higher risk of my house burning down from electricity or from coal or from oil or anything else as opposed to electricity produced by a nuclear power plant. We wouldn't be sitting here talking about this if it wasn't for the Perry and the Davis plant here in Ohio. We'd be in the dark. Look it up. Look at France. They've got more nuclear plants than anybody. They haven't had one single issue. I'll have to, I'll say, got, I'll have to look at it and you know, get back to you. So. I don't know how the hell that keeps coming up here on a video game show, but it does, and there you have it. Why take the risk of flying to places? Why take the risk of getting your car and driving to work every day? Take a bike. Walk. I bet there's a lot less chance of you getting into an accident walking to work every day. But it's not convenient. It's not practical, is it? There you go. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> I am emperor. I'm surprised you made anything more to say. Usually you're you know, pretty good at... No, like it's, it's something that I've not really researched too much on, but I, I do know that there have been plenty of nuclear accidents to know that it's, you know, if, if something should blame happen... Nuclear, okay. All right, so... Blame nuclear... Then, then okay, opposed I, to not blame nuclear accidents? All right, that's, that's I will your give argument? you... I, okay, I will give you Through My Eye On, and I will give you... Chernobyl? Chernobyl, which, you know, they were Russians, and they didn't care, and they weren't paying attention, and that's their fault. So other than that, I mean, can you name any Like I said, I, I'll, I'll have to look it up, but I will definitely look it up, and I will let you know next week. So other than that, I mean, can you name any Like I said, I'll, I'll have to look it up. Okay, we're getting that feedback again. Well, it's because we're on a delay right now. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out why. Chernobyl was because the Soviet scientists being stupid. Yeah, we know. Okay, yeah. So, so, so. So, you're saying American scientists can't be stupid? Uh, you're so saying far, people so can't be stupid? So far, so, so good. So far, so good. So far, so good. I, I think we should put that on the yeah. nuclear power. So far, so good. With like a picture of a scientist putting his arms up, like I think everything's okay. We're getting static. Now it's gone. Now why? Is, See, I'm really interested to find out why all of a sudden we have this delay. I wonder if it's going to. I'm hoping it's not going to screw with the uh, the podcast, with the podcast itself. With the yeah, I hope not. Yeah, I don't know. You you usually handle all that, so I I don't know. You know what it is you you rip off or what you rip to to make it work. It's seven o'clock here in the Eastern Seaboard. You know what time that means? It's time for the Ohio State game. Oh, they're playing Wisconsin tonight. The nationally ranked Ohio State Buckeyes take on the number 16 ranked Wisconsin Badgers. My neighbors used to be from Wisconsin. Then we need to go beat them up after this game. Egg their house. Burn it to the ground. 
kill their dog. Did you know that uh, Strongsville High School's fight song is the Wisconsin fight song? I know that Olsen Falls' fight song is Ohio State's because no one in high school has any kind of originality. Exactly. Yeah. We, did, we don't have an couch. original one either. Strongsville kind of being a bigger deal than Olsen Falls is. I guess. Which yeah. school. I'll take it. Oh, it well, is. Yeah, it's much a, well, uh, well, what you said, uh, when you just said it's a bigger deal, I said, well, one school to another. But it is bigger. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so uh, go Buckeyes. I had, I had a song here I was going to play, but none left. Neglected to send it to me again. What was the song? Uh, we don't give a damn about the whole state of Michigan. Oh, okay. I know that song. I it's know. great. Yeah, it's a great one. All right, folks. We are going to take a break here at 7 o'clock uh, here in the East Coast. We've got two hours left of the Emperor's Court. But before I do, I promised to go ahead and pimp this out. And I didn't. So I sent it twice. Yeah, but I have not received it. So, no, you did not send it. All right. Uh, apparently, No Wise and Octave will be teaming up tonight on Alpha Geek Radio. Immediately after our show here at 9 o'clock for a very special Vegas baby. Uh-huh. Yes, so, so you're telling everyone to stick around after the Emperor's after Court. The, yes, after the Emperor's Court for Octail and Hordak. Okay. I'm sorry, Octail and Gnomewise. Octail and Gnomewise. Tonight. Yes. So the hosts of Octail and Hordak versus Octwise. the world. And, okay. That's what or I'm, Gnome Tail, either one. No, Octwise and Gnome Tail. <laughs> Tuesdays at 9 on NBC. <laughs> Cousin Walter jerked off in public once. True story. He was on a plane to New Mexico when all of a sudden the hydraulics went. The plane started spinning around, going out of control, so he decides it's all over and whips it out and starts beating it right there. So all the other passengers take a cue from him and they start whipping it out and beating like mad. So all the passengers are beating off, plummeting to their certain doom, when all of a sudden the hydraulics kick back in and the plane rights itself. It lands safely. And everyone puts their pieces or whatever, you know, away and deboard. Nobody mentions the phenomenon to anyone else. Well, did he come or what? Oh, that kind of sucks. It cuts off the best part of the end. Oh, what are you going to do?
warning. This show is intended for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now. Parental discretion is advised. Welcome back. This is Mystic Mim, and you're listening to the Emperor's Court. You can micro-meet any day. All right, folks, we're back here in the Emperor's Court here in First World Productions, VTWProductions.com. I am the Emperor, and you are me. So it's Emperor and Me for the rest Emperor of the night at 9 o'clock tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, that would be Highlander. Anyways, Always a pleasure. It looks like the uh, levels have actually finally caught up to us. They're now, they don't seem to be... I'm just seeing if they're actually delayed. They're not now. So it looks like we're finally caught up. Okay. I don't know if that, again, has any you know bearing on anything. I don't think it does. It's just one of those weird things. Anyways, don't let's, Emp, did the drop-in get to you? Uh, I'm not really sure what that was referring to. I did try the using the song. Okay, that's the drop in. Oh, I see. Yeah, sounds like a bad Napoleon sitcom. All right. What sounds like a bad Napoleon sitcom? Emperor and Me, I think, is what oh, he was okay. saying. So, <laughs> Emperor and Me on who would, Fox this who, fall. Who would be the Me in Emperor and Me then? For, I, if, if it was a sitcom, I'm thinking like a seven year old girl, something like that, something just totally random. I would think, you know, some guy that has an identical twin who acts completely different. There you go. There you go. Hey, they could have worn Fox. It's better than the lineup they've had. Or maybe it's it's a guy who looks like Napoleon, and then Napoleon uses him in, like, public appearances and things, so he doesn't, you know, appear in public and get shot or whatever. We need to stop over ahead, I think. Okay, this is really starting to bother me, this game. It's 7 nothing Wisconsin. They return the opening kickoff for a touchdown. Somebody's legs need to be broken. I'm just not sure if it's theirs or our special teams. That I don't know. Kneecapped. Maybe it's a good thing we are on the air because if this thing gets ugly. I'm going to be <laughs> pissed. Anyways, uh, yeah, none left. I have not checked. Let me do that right now to see if they actually came through. It's a cool drop-in that I've wanted to use for a while, and I finally got around to actually mentioning it tonight. We finally got it, but, of course, none left sent me one that did not work. So so far tonight, none left sent me a drop-in that did not work, and he took, like, three hours to send me the other song. It's well, really it sad. Is. Well, you know, in his defense, it may be the time difference between here and Australia that's throwing him off. So this is now an MP3 form. Let's see if this actually makes a difference. All right. So we'll we'll test on a Winamp first, but I'm sure it's going to. Yeah, I figured it, it would work in, in Winamp. Actually, sounds better on than the original Wave did. So well, it's because it's an MP3. That's right. Usually a... All right. So let us do this. Let me go into my little uh, sound wave thing here and find the original, and then we're going to delete that. That was a wave file, and then we will put this in here. Because I was going to you know, use this against you. Unfortunately, the static thing kind of gave it away. Oh, okay. But, and then we will wipe this out. We're going to wipe out our entire soundboard, and then while we're on the air, in a very unprofessional manner, we're going to go ahead and put it all back. And hopefully the new sound bite will be in there. That's the goal. And now we're going to re-edit it back. And see here, folks, you get to hear about all the cool stuff, the prep work that goes on behind the scenes. I see it at number 18 right there. Uh, yes, yeah, so it goes down to 45. And then we're going to go over here, and we'll set this up for sound effects, refresh it, and it should appear in theory. 
I don't see it. It is showing 46, so it is showing everything. Right, that's... but it didn't, it didn't. It's not number 46, it's number 18. It's number, okay, so it is number 18. I gotcha. Sit your $5 ass down before I make change. All right, it there works. There we go. So we're going to use that from now on for any time right. you get out of hand, which is usually like all the time. Oh, that's so original, yeah. Well, okay, now we're back to having a delay again. Uh, I don't know. Fred's like, this is more exciting than it should be. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> actually, I've got that sound effect, too. Right here. Do you really? Yes, I do, actually. You have uh, the dun, dun, dun? Yes, I do. Here we go. Oh, there it is right there. Right yeah. That's right uh, kind of crappy. Right yeah, there's, there something. are better ones. All right. Okay, so we have a couple segments we have to get to. We have we the do. mailbag. Uh, what do we want to do first, Highlander? Well, you wanted to do one of my segments. So yes. Whichever one you want me to do, I'll do. You tell me. Well, I'll tell you what. Why don't we do this or that? Because actually, one of the emails we received this evening um, or this past week was actually a this or that. So let me pull it up real, real quick. And actually, just read it ahead of time. Uh, Eben Highlander, big fan of the show, recently got turned on by my friend. I don't need to know that. I, that's uh, a little too much information. I have downloaded every show so far. Awesome stuff. Here is a this or that for you, as I know you guys are big sports guys. Would you rather take this or that? And then we'll obviously we'll. And get to that. it's now thirteen nothing. Another touch shot for Wisconsin. Yes. Things are not looking good for us, and it, I tell you what: if this game gets ugly, this show is going to get real ugly. Mm-hmm. I am not above pulling a Whoopi Goldberg and stomping off set because I'm pissed. So let's do this or that. All right, bitches, it's time for This or That. Probably college football, momentum is everything. Yes, it is. And right now we have none of it. Exactly. So that kind of aggravates me. All right, so this one first. Uh, anyways, here's a This or That for you. Would you rather This or That? Buckeyes lose to the Wolverines. Okay. The Browns lose to the Steelers. All right. Uh, this is supposed to be two thing, but he's giving me four. He's giving four. Okay. Cavs lose to the Heat, uh-huh. or the Indians lose to the Yankees in the playoffs. The Indians lose to the Yankees in the playoffs because the Indians made the playoffs, apparently, so that means that they're a decent team. Yes. As opposed to Browns lose to the Steelers, which happens all the time. Uh, Buckeyes lose to the Wolverines. Uh, That's that, happened that would, once in ten years. Yeah, that would suck, but uh, I don't live in Columbus, and it's not a huge big deal to me. Cavs lose to the Heat. I think the Cavs are going to lose to the Heat anyway, so right. what does it really matter? And late JR. So JR is in this one. Me personally, I would say Buckeyes lose to the Wolverines, and here's why. The Buckeyes are currently ranked number one in the nation. Now, as of tomorrow, that's going to be a lot different from everything that ESPN is saying, and if they lose tonight, then that goes away. However, uh, Buckeyes-Wolverines is the biggest rivalry in sports anywhere in the world. Uh, even you, you Celtic Rangers nuts over there in England, this is even bigger. So, uh, Buckeyes looking to the Wolverines, I think, would be worse. Browns looking to the Steelers, that happens all the time. It's going to happen again tomorrow because half our team's dead. Cavs lose to the Heat, they're going to lose anyways, like you said, because the Cavs suck. And the last time the Indians faced the Yankees, we beat the hell out of them. I know, I was at all the games here in Cleveland. Nice. That was in 2007. That was the bug game. Yes, it was the bug game. Yeah. Or one of the games was the bug game. One of the games was the bug game, yeah. I I tell you what, I've never been to a game where I was more exhausted when I came home. Really? Really? On my feet, screaming, clapping from start to finish. Wow. It was something something interesting. It, it reminds me of uh, in 95 when the Indians went to the World Series. Oh, yeah. I was in high school. So and was I. We were in the same, same yes. grade. Well, yeah, but see, my high school was chosen to do every single pregame thing for every single home Indians playoff game. The marching band, you mean? Yeah, the marching band, but we didn't do any marching band stuff. Like we had, um, there was one where, there was one during the championship series against Seattle 
where we had these gigantic, we're talking like seven-foot like air cannons. And then at the right cue, we, we hit the button and like streamers flew out of all of them and things like that. Okay. It was really interesting. True story, uh, at that particular game, I was, let's see, as for where I am right now, probably maybe a little farther than your window, uh, Ken Griffey Jr. right there. You should have kneecapped him when he had the chance. Nah, Shoot your big do? fan! Oh, Nancy Kerrigan. the nice thing was that because we were chosen to do all the pregame stuff, we got to go to every game. So in 95, I went to every single Indians home playoff game. All, oh, all the home playoffs. I was going to say, you went to all 82 games? All right, no, so no, no, no. So all the, all the divisional series games, right. all the championship series games, and all the World, World series, series games. I've never been to a World Series game. It was actually, the reason I brought it up is because you said you were cheering and going crazy. Yes. Uh, the first game of the World Series, I don't know, was, was game one in Cleveland? No, it was not. So the first game, two games were in... Yes, yes uh, so game three in Cleveland. Uh, we were sitting up in, I think it was like the third inning, and I mean, it, was, it wasn't overly loud, but everyone was kind of whatever. And there was this one guy, he had to have been drunk already, and he was like, come on! <laughs> We've been waiting for this for 50 years! Come on! <laughs> he was just going crazy, trying to get everyone all riled up, but it made me think of that. Never been to a World Series game. Eventually, one day I will. I don't know if it'll be ours. I have been ours, to well, how many were in Cleveland? Like three, two, three, 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 four, five. That's right, three, yes. four, five. So I, that's the amount of. We won the first one, lost the second, won the third, yeah. and we went back to uh, Atlanta. Atlanta, lost. three and two, and yeah. Jim Poole gave up a two-run home run to, or a one-run home run to David Justice, yeah. who would be a Cleveland Indian two years later. And for and for all those great Atlanta Braves teams throughout the nineties and early two thousands, that's the that's only the World Championship they've won. I feel worse for the friggin' Marlins. They're an expansion team in the, in the league less than 10 years. Yeah. They buy a mercenary team in 97. They play us to the most thrilling. Uh, go prior. Go prior. Go prior. There we go. Just keep doing that. The most thrilling seven-game World Series in history. That was a really good seven-game World Series. And we lost, and they dismantled the team the very next season. Yep. Friggin' Indians. The Marlins have won two World Series in franchise history. Nothing. We've won two, we, we, and the last one was in 1948. Which means it doesn't even count. <laughs> Blah. All right, so we're doing this or that? Yes, yeah, do this or that. Uh, right. What else we got here with the, okay. with the book here? The While book. you do that, let me grab my uh, pills. Ooh. Um, oh, I, think, oh, I think we've done that one already. Okay, never mind. Because that was a good one when I realized it. Okay, here we go. Would you rather be a woman with a mustache or a man with large breasts? Uh... I'd still rather be a man. Yeah. It suck to be a woman. Wow. Okay. Let's see. How you about... You have to put up with people like me. There you go. Would you rather have frequent spurts of uncontrollable drooling or be a bedwetter? Bedwetter, because who else is going to know but me? Exactly. That's exactly what I was going to say. Or Mystic Mim. <laughs> no one's going to know. Yeah. Wow, that pass is almost intercepted. That's not good. Uh, would you rather call an important client by the wrong name or blank on your fiancé's parents' names when you introduce them to your parents? Blank on my fiancé's parents' names because they don't care. They don't care? Well, I'm married to her now. so okay. I mean, I know that. Well, name, at the so. time. Yeah. Yes. Let's see. <laughs> Look at Arch the, Shriggs, the Archbishop of the friggin' Call to the Emperor, is trying to get people to go play Left 4 Dead 2 rather than listening to the broadcast as he should be. Who plays Left 4 Dead 2? Nobody. Exactly. That's why he's, that's looking. Why, that's why he's looking for people because he can't find anybody. <laughs> Look at the video chat. Oh, wait, I, oh, shit. We got six people in the video oh, chat. Oh, look at this. Tons of people. Yeah. What the hell? Someone is... with... Those are, uh, uh, those are goggles. I think those are Dr. Insano goggles, if I remember. Nice. Correctly. Okay. 
Uh, have would you rather have to watch with your friends and family a video of every time you've cursed or every time you've lied? Cursed. I have some really good swears in appropriate times. Nice. Oh, this is interesting. Uh, a roundup of the language used by Eddie Murphy in his one-hour TV comedy special, Raw. Raw. All right, here we go. Uh, the S word, 103. The F word, 92. Uh, mother effer, 56. Ass, 50. Effing, 39. I guess that would be dick. It's not that bad. 33. Uh, F'd up or F'd, 28. Uh, pussies, 28, mother effing, 22, bitch, 18, goddamn or damn, 17, and bullshit is four. Somewhere October For a total of 490 times. Somewhere in Colorado, you have Octales having conniptions. I can't believe they're using this language on the radio. Ah, whatever. All right, in, in, the, in the spirit of a... Oh, I just want to see what he does with his pass here. He what throws the hell it, is he, he throws it at? to no one. Would you rather... Have to watch with your friends a video of every argument you've ever had with your siblings or every argument you've ever had with your parents. Siblings, because no one likes my siblings. Okay. Well, no one likes McVegan. Baron, we tolerate. Uh, you want me to do some more or do you want to do some? I'll do a couple. All right. Let's give them, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My turn. Okay. So if this crap is good to the real questions. Uh, we've done that one. Yeah, that, that's the trick. We have to, uh, have to make sure we don't <laughs> keep repeating. <laughs> Well, I mean, there's like 400 in there. It shouldn't, uh, you know, should be good. Plus, for a ones we make up. Right. If your life depended on it, if you had to try and take apart and then reassemble a computer or a car engine, if my life depended on it, yes. If I had a gun to your head and said you can either take apart and reassemble a computer or take apart and reassemble a car engine, a computer. Yeah, I, I, have, I have more computer knowledge than, than car engine knowledge. Oh, this is disgusting. Would you rather eat a, a head of rotten cabbage or drink a glass of sour milk? Oh my God! I guess sour milk. Because rotten cabbage would be very slimy and disgusting. But sour milk, at least, is liquid. It'll go down faster. You don't have to chew it. Either way, I'm going to throw up. But uh, yeah, I'd rather throw up milk than rotten cabbage. Would you rather eat someone's tumor right after it's been extracted by surgery or chew and swallow someone's eyeball? Holy crap. Because I had a tumor you can eat. About the size of a quarter. Um, assuming they're both the same size. Jeez. I, I guess the tumor? Because I think like it would be almost the same thing like with, with with the cabbage, the eyeball. Yeah, yeah but eyeballs all slimy too. and I mean it's okay. Ca- but at least I mean it's a slimy. And it doesn't make you okay. okay maybe sick. But maybe the if, if you, kill you maybe if you prepare the eyeballs like they did in uh, Indiana Jones, where you have them in the in the soup. Okay, maybe I could tolerate. I, that. I, you're going to ingest cancer though. I'd rather all right, all right. I don't know. Whatever. Now, speaking of ingesting cancer, true story. <laughs> speaking of it, wow. There we go. That's a segue you don't hear too much. <laughs> no one does segue better. Uh, the porn industry has come to a crashing halt in L.A. So because? Apparently, two of the primary actors in the porn industry, whose names I, I don't know and don't recall, have come uh, out to, I guess it's turned out that they are HIV positive. Oh. So now they have to find of all the hundreds and thousands of people they've had sex with in the porn industry to see now how many people they've infected. Jeez. Who then have infected other people, who then infected other people, then infected other people. Right. Yeah. That's what you get yeah, that that looks like they got a first down. They're they're debating whether or not he actually a, he caught it. Ca- well that and then also I think if it's a first down too. But he caught it definitely. Yeah, pass complete. Yeah. This we'll actually get to a little later. Have socially? Would you rather have socially reclusive kids or kids who are angry bullies? Wow, I kids who are angry bullies. I I, I would hate to be that. I hate because I I work with kids like that, and usually the yes. parents you know whatever. So I guess if I had to choose, I, I guess rather reclusive. I, I'd hate to be the. The parent who has to be called in every week to say, oh, little Johnny beat up uh, 
Timmy again. You're, you know. yeah, little be like, oh, great. It's, it's, you know, it's those Bullied little parents. Jimmy and videotaped him having sex with little Tommy who then jumped off a bridge. Exactly. I know what I'm going to pick. I know I know what you'll pick, but go ahead and tell us why. Uh, reclusive. You're, you went reclusive. I hate bullies. Wow. I I've, totally would have thought you going the other way. You, you should. I used to get picked on quite a bit in high school. Uh, not in high school, in middle school. I got mm-hmm. into quite a few fights. In high school, it was a different story. I had a lot of friends. We had, we had our own little clique. But it's because I got through middle school, and eventually I just started swinging rather than putting up a crap. Gotcha. And my parents were the ones that kept on getting called in. Well, little, and we'll amp, there's no reason to use my first name, got right. into a fight, and, you know, bloody Joey's nose, or Chris's nose, or Tom's nose, or the other Tom's nose, ah. et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, ah. I got into several fights. But after a while, they would leave me alone, and I had no problem. Fred school. says, if my kid was a bully, I had to make him socially reclusive. Well, good and, luck with that. Yeah, right. I, I, I detest bullies of any kind. So do I. Everyone. I don't think there's anyone who doesn't. Either that or you, or you are the bully. Right. If, you, if you don't, it's because you're the bully. And this will have, we'll get to this a little later on. It's bearing on my other reason I'm so pissed this week. Right, right. All right. Uh, Would you rather work as an accountant for John Gotti or Manuel Noriega? Ooh. Okay, now that truly is the lesser of two. I'm guessing less than probably three quarters of our listeners know who the hell either one of these guys is. Probably Uh, John Gotti is a notorious New York City mobster. He was Godfather. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. If if you ever seen The Godfather, he was Al Al Pacino. Pretty much. That's that's what he was. The Godfather with the Gambinos. The Gambino crime family. Yeah. Yeah. And then Manuel Noriega was a he's the dictator of Panama. He was not doing time in France. He was not, well, I thought it was in Florida. Yeah, he was. He got out. And then they shipped him out to France to stand trial. This was last year. He got found guilty. He's doing 30 years in France. Jeez. Wow. But hey, he found Christ. Oh, did he? Yes. Okay. It's unfortunately, it's too late to really help I guess, him. Uh, I guess he lost it somewhere. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Manuel Noriega or... Noriega. Look, I, seen, guess, I guess I would have seen Noriega. I know well. what the mafia does to people. So I'm right, sure. I know what the mafia does, and supposedly Noriega was partially funded by the CIA. Whether or not that's true, that's you know another story. Not the story. I mean, not to do what he did. He took the I money understand. and ran. But yeah. uh, bottom line, as soon as the you know the Navy SEAL showed, I'd be running down the pier. <gasps> I've got information. <laughs> Take <laughs> him, Americano. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. We should rather, this is my last one. As right. a young man on a sinking ship, when there is one space left on the lifeboat, give it to a man in his late 70s or take it yourself. <sighs> wow. Man, oh man. This should not be hard. I know it shouldn't be this hard. Should be real easy. But I, if, if I'm going to be totally honest, I would probably take it myself. Fuck him. He's seven years exactly. old. I'm 30 with a wife and kid. Yeah. See you in hell, you, you son know, of a bitch. I'm taking the spot and running. You can't take laughing. Honor, you can't take honor with you when you die. No, that's right. I would. Li- it's just like the band played on. Oh, that's nice. Does anybody remember the name of the band after the Titanic <laughs> snake? No. Uh, I would li- I would point and laugh as they're lowering my lifeboat into well, the Well, I wouldn't point and laugh, saying, but I, I definitely tell would Tell St. Peter I said hi. See you in 50 years. <laughs> Yeah, I would probably take it myself, yeah. Now, what if it was a kid? Now, that would be even more difficult. Now, now see, that would be easy, too. You would, you would give it to the kid? Yeah, as a kid. Yeah. yeah as a kid. Yeah. I, I, ultimately, I'd do that. As now. a kid or a woman my age or younger, eh, it's easy. Yeah. If it's an old person. Fuck them. That's right. They should be saying, do I take it myself or give it to this younger guy? There you go. <laughs> He's lived long enough. <laughs> <That's right>. Really? <laughs> Get into a fight. There throw. you go. You've lived long enough. <laughs> You've done enough. <laughs> I have spoken. 
They actually made a game about the Titanic, a video game, some years ago. Yeah, actually, uh, there's there, there's a couple. Uh, the one uh, the one that I like is Starship Titanic. Yes, is that the uh, one yes. you're thinking of with with Douglas Adams? Right. Yeah, that's a fun one. Uh, well, Octale has joined us. The one of the co-hosts of Octale and Hordak vs. the World. Octale will be on after this show. Concludes at 9 p.m. with no wise for a Vegas baby show for Alpha Geek Radio. So Aquas and right No Tail. There you go. So keep it tuned right here. No, I don't think he's listening. I don't think he ever listens to us. No. He doesn't care. He's, he's like, he's too busy up in his ivory tower. Give it to the kid, you've lived longer. Yeah, I mean, it's Absentee landlord, yeah. Asatar. Give it to the kid, you've lived longer. Okay, yeah, but yeah, yeah. What was the other game that was kind of weird? Oh, there was another game I played. It was, it was really weird. Way back in the day, uh, it was a Kennedy assassination attempt. But in the game, Kennedy lives. Wow, I've never he's heard wounded of that game. instead. And it's a, it's a who's done it. And then you so you start... have to find who did it? Right. Yeah. Does I it know. always end up being Lee Harvey Oswald, or is it other things? I, I know one of the outcomes is, and the other outcome is like another sniper who's who's like a generic name. Oh, okay, but yeah, it's it's basically it's a mystery game, kind of like Mist in a way. Sort okay, of. but it's yeah, it's the assumption is that Kennedy isn't killed; he's wounded in the arm, and then you play take the part of the CIA or the Secret Service, I don't know which, and you have to investigate by following all those clues, and then gotcha. there's alternate endings at the end of the game. So it, it was all right, you know. Then then left says the kid can sit in your lap, except Doc dead. It gets ugly from there. Doctor's a scary dude. You no, know, that, that is. It would depend on how old the kid was. If, if the kid, no, it's if the a kid. kid. If the kid. Well, yeah, but if the kid could sit on your lap, why not okay. save yourselves? Both, you know, both each other. Yeah. All right. If it's yeah. like a three-year-old, I'd be like, well, I'd, I'd probably pull like a Billy Zane, and say, "This is my child," and then, and then get on the get on the boat. <laughs> this mother's already dead. Oh, that right here. Shut up, bitch. Shut up. <laughs> You're ruining it. All right. So there's that. Uh, do we want to do the mailbag next, or do we want to move on to another topic? We have a bunch. Um, We're starting to run out of time. It's already 7.30, and we have a boatload to get to. Why don't we do the mailbag? Let's do the mailbag. Because okay. the, you want to hear what uh, this guy the, had to say. The topics can always stay. We can always do, do them next, next week. week. But the mailbag okay. keeps getting bigger and That's bigger. That's true. Uh, and there, these are a bunch that I actually got um, uh, sent to my old account, which, again, I haven't mentioned that in months. How the hell do any of you guys remember that? I, I think it's I'm been longer sure. than that. Well, it's when Wild Radio went down. The yeah. post office delivered your hate mail so, to the house mailbag. again. Anything worth looking at? No, just the usual death threats, letter bombs, and human feces. You always make it sound worse than it is. How do you know it's human feces? <sighs> All right, let's see what we got. Okay. Don't I don't, I don't know what the out. white pieces of paper are for. I the, the the Wisconsin crowd yeah. they're all holding up white pieces of paper like white blank pieces of paper. I don't yeah I don't get that either. I don't get it either. Maybe it's a Wisconsin thing. I guess mm-hmm. I don't. Know. Anyways, uh, we already read the one from Jr. Which had that this or that. There's a couple in here. Uh, Emperor and Highlander. Are there any plans in the works for you guys to bring back the esports empire with Emperor? Regards, JT Lightning. Um, that's on you, sir. Yeah. Are there plans? And we've talked about this the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Here's the situation, and I'll, I'll recap. Uh, because we did have, again, we had this discussion again uh, earlier in the week. I'm in the process of getting ready to close on a much larger house than the one I currently reside in. Uh, when I do, a lot of the time that I have now is going to be freed up. Not to mention, I'm also going to have a lot of extra space. As it stands now, I have to tear down pretty much our studio here in the spare bedroom in the back of the house because we need the space for other things during the course of the week. It's a pain in the ass, let me tell you. Having said that, once I've moved into the house, which I expect to be done prob- hopefully before Christmas, I fully intend on bringing back the Sports Empire. Um, I've held on to our live stream account, which does work. I just play tested earlier in the week. 
Right now, StarCraft II is kind of the thing. I'm hoping by that time that Blizzard will have patched it a little more. I mean, let's be honest. The ranks of decent players are starting to thin out as people are getting more and more aggravated. And they're losing patience, and they don't want to deal with it. So, yeah, there's that. Okay. Uh, yes, I do plan to bring it back. I would say, I would hope to have it by year's end. I mean, right now, I mean, if you really want to listen to esports, Total Biscuit is still doing his. He's got Shoutcraft. He's doing three times a week. You know, he's solid. He's good. Uh, you know, he puts a lot of stuff on YouTube. His broadcasting is a little different from mine. So, I mean, you're going to come away with his, I think, is a little more informative. Mine's a little more entertaining. So, uh, it depends on what you're looking for. But, um, yeah, I would look for it before year's end. All right, this one. Emp, hope this finds you well. Are you planning on ever getting a webcam to join the webcam and join the online video chat? Also, what is the status of the GameCrush.com skit you were planning? Raj. Well, we, we talked about the GameCrush skit last week, yes. I think. We talked Actually, about, a couple times in the last several weeks. Yeah, yes. yeah. It's something that we want to do, but like, like everything in life, there's only 24 hours in a day. So it's, it's tough to try and pull everything together. To, to do what we really want to do would require not just us, but other people getting involved and a lot of rigmarole in order to make it pull off properly. So it's, it's something we're, we're thinking about. But The problem with the difficult. Game Crush issue is the same thing. It's the legal issue that we spoke of last time. And that is, if we, if we pull it off like we have in mind, which was an ambush type thing like uh, to catch a predator yes. that they air here in the United States. If we do this, there are legal implications that say... If somebody is paying us or we are paying somebody for a service, interrupting that service by doing something that isn't in the contract or isn't provided by King Crush itself can open us up to liability. Now, personally, I'm fine with that because Octail the one that is the one that owns the station and it's his ass that'll have to go to you know to a lawsuit, which is cool. I understand he's extent, you know he's very rich, but the reality of it is, guys, that. Unless we can find figure out a legal loophole, and there is some way at the end of the tunnel. It's no different than a radio station you know, here in Cleveland making a prank call to a business. You sure. can get away with it, yeah. but this is something kind of different. The, the only other way I could think to do it would be we'd have, to one, we'd have to be the ones to prank the girl. Right. So like we would have to pony up our money, and then rather than playing the game, or maybe right. playing the game, we would, you know, whatever, do silly questions or you know, ask her or you know, whatever. Which isn't you know as funny as the way we had it, which Not was have Mystic Mim or have McVegan or somebody be the girl there, and then have you know random hopeless losers pay them, right? And then walk in on them and say, "Hey, get your hands away from the controller," type thing, and just do the you know why are you some kind of weirdo sitting home on a Saturday night, right? You know, paying a girl to play a video game with you on the other side of the freaking country for so thirty that. bucks. I can't believe how expensive that is. It's I ridiculous. Know. Plus tip. Plus tip. Plus tip. Wow. She better be flashing me for that kind of money. Exactly. And she better have something to flash, too. Better not be some dude, either. All right. The one we uh, from JR we already read. Now, this is the one that really got my goat, such as it is. Okay. Now, this was sent last week, and I'll, I'll get to that. Emp, I recently attended the eSports live show at the station who shall not be named, and I have to say it was rather bland and boring. The commentators were stale. The matches were barely... Come on, guys. It's not hard to spell. We're barely Diamond League quality. When I commented that I felt you were the better caster in IRC, they started tearing you down and yelling at me for bringing it up. B-R-I-N-N-I-N-G. Brinning it up. I wasn't causing trouble or knocking their on-air guy. Was just stating my opinion. Thought you should know. P.S. Steelers going to crush the Browns this Sunday. Joey Jojo. Okay, I like the uh, Simpsons reference there. Um, I got this email on Tuesday. 
Okay. So it prompted me to listen to their esports show last night. Now, for one, you're just asking for trouble when you bring up my name or Highlander's name or our show in their IRC. I don't recommend it. I suggest you not do it because nothing good will come of it. No, it's, it's just you're looking for trouble. That's, that's Having said that, I was a little confused as to whether or not it was the broadcaster making fun of me or if it was the people in IRC. I'm guessing you are a better caster in IRC, so I'm guessing it was IRC, so I don't know who was actually doing it. Yeah, I don't know. that. I, I got the impression that it was the, the broadcasters. Let's, see, let's reread that again. All right, let's, okay. When, when I commented that I felt you were the better caster in IRC, they started tearing you. Okay, let's go. The commentators were stale, and the matches were barely diamond quality. When I commented that I felt you were the better caster in IRC, they started tearing you down and yelling at me for bringing it up. All right. Well, I would assume then that it's the people in IRC that were tearing. For one, I don't know what this person said prior to that. Like, this commentator blows. M's much better. All right. So yeah. it very well could have been what you said that kind of set people off. But, I mean, that's like you know yelling fire in a crowded room. You mention my name and people are going to get pissed. Right. Having said that, I decided to tune in and listen to this show last night. And I will be honest and tell you that I have not listened to it since it's been on the air. Um. I, I will bring up the name of the broadcaster last night, but it was very stale. It was very boring. The guy who was doing it, you could tell when he ran out of things to talk about because he, then he was starting, ha, 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 and then he goes and makes a drone. <laughs> he just starts like randomly laughing when he runs out of things to say. Mm, okay. Or, I mean, like kind of like a nervous laughter in the most inopportune, unexplainable times. Uh, th- that and constantly for three hours uh, that's that gets annoying after a while now the games themselves were terrible and they're they're from what i understand they were really tearing them up in their chat um both the caster and the and the games now so, so the irc was making fun of the of the caster it was not the irc it was the uh Ustream chat i was actually watching oh okay. okay okay now i i will i will preface by saying it's the only show i've watched so they very well could have had an off night um and I very wisely logged in as a guest, so I didn't say or do anything because that's the last thing I sure, want. Sure, sure. I will say that, yes, their casting and their delivery was terrible. Um, the only reason I bring it up is because apparently they had no problem or gumption making fun of me. L- look, I would strongly advise you to avoid looking for trouble, and that is one thing that you know is going to happen. Now, Joey, Joe, Joe, if that's really your online name, I appreciate you that the fact that you think I'm a better commentator. For that matter, so do I. I think any objectionable person listening to me or whatever collection of misfits they have would say the same thing. However, don't go looking to cause trouble. We're beating the pants off of every single person they have there. This show and this station and the shows on it are doing fantastic. It has run as smoothly as I could... There has been not one problem, no, no, not, not one, one headache. Nothing. Nobody. Do, I mean, everybody gets along. It's it's fantastic. It's as good a radio station as I've worked with since I ran one G years ago. We've got a good thing going here. I see no reason to derail it getting into a pissing match with a bunch of a-holes over there. So I would encourage you, if you are going to watch and listen to that, and you are more than likely willing to do so, or likely to do so, or more than welcome to, don't try and cause issues in IRC. If you think I'm better than they are, cool, but keep it to yourself. There's really no point in, nonetheless says, only one who gets yelled on this show is me, and that's a side bit of Emp's persona. Side bit? <laughs> you haven't known him long enough. That's Shh. him. Gives away all my secrets. 
<laughs> Are they about to score again? Yeah, in fact, they just went for it on fourth and one, and, and got it. They yeah, quarterback sneak. They went well, it was like there. inches, so it was barely. One. Yeah, it's one of those things where I, I they, they had they had a couple people in the backfield, and I, I, I don't know. I, I guess they were worried that they might do like a pass or something. I don't, I don't know. It was painfully obvious we were going to do a quarterback sneak, but thanks, DJ. Whatever. Appreciate it, Dick. So it does not surprise me in the least that uh, they don't like me. Bull, and yeah. it doesn't surprise me in the least that, I mean, look, the whole reason I think started was because they wanted us to take over and do their esports show, and we said no, because that, the other thing is that they demanded we just, we would only do it for them and kind of throw BTW under the bus, right. which obviously I said, no, that not going to do that. Uh, is, that the, is that the whole mailbag? Uh, no, there's actually more. Okay. Uh, real quick, so I, this is going a lot longer than I thought. Emperor and Highlander. Here's an article about a guy who was banned for using a hack in the StarCraft single-player campaign. I've made incredulous, I am made incredulous by the fact that Blizzard can stop people from playing the single-player campaign mode. I'm just glad I haven't given them my $60, and frankly, now I never will. Uh, regards, Vandalay. And this Wasn't is actually, this the same article we were just talking this about? It, I believe it is, and this is actually at a different uh, website than one I had. It's, it's everywhere. I mean, this article right, is all over the place. I think Kotaku's when they broke it. So, Vandalay, I appreciate you sending it along. Um, Hell, you can take credit for us covering that story. I heard it a couple other places, but you know, there we go. Uh, da, 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 da. <coughs> uh, this one was a picture at somebody's side. Oh, that's the uh, one from last week. Okay. With the raptor. Yeah, with, with the, the raptor. The raptor. Yeah. So there we go. So that is the mailbag for this week. So kind of a, a stuffed one, which was kind of nice. Nonetheless, says, from what I can tell, he is less assholish off air. Uh, you know what? None left. I don't. I hate your guts. Now I really do because you don't ruin the persona. You're breaking the fourth wall. It's kayfabe, man. Kayfabe. Uh, We're working a shoot. <laughs> All right. You're fired. <laughs> Return your pack. Your bags. Turn in your badge. Uh, this is an unleft article. How Cosmopolitan, the magazine, feels about video games. Really? Yes. Now, I, does everybody what? know what Cosmo is? It's a woman's magazine. It's a, yeah, it, it's a, a magazine about women. And usually, most of the articles tend to be about how to have sex. And please your man. Yes. It, it please your man. Or how your man can please you. And it's like yeah. every single issue. It's like, yeah. look, even I don't buy the fact that there's that many different options available. <laughs> So either you're reprinting the same crap for the same, you know, from the same magazine for years at nauseum. Anyways. <coughs> Cosmopolitan Magazine has a history of bagging on video games as a deterrent to meaningful relationships, which to them means sex. It took a 2007 survey of girl gamers to get them on the bandwagon in the November 2010 issue. Wait. All right. It took a survey. From three years ago. Of girl gamers to get them on the bandwagon for yeah. November of this year. All right, go ahead. All right. So it's a, it's a scan of it, of, of Cosmopolitan, and it says, Weekend tip. Do this with him. Start a video game competition. A recent survey, obviously that's from three years ago, a recent survey shows that women who play video games get it on more than those who don't. Four times a week versus three. So you have sex one more time a week okay. by playing video. Okay, whatever. If you don't, if you don't have a Wii, hit up an arcade together. He'll be in mandate heaven, and you'll win too. That's kind of got a downside. Uh, on occasion, Mystic Mim has, and she very rarely plays video games other than like, um, like the Zone or Bejeweled or something, like, or like a Facebook I game. Yeah, I, I, I mean, those technically are video games. I shouldn't say they're not, but they're they're almost like a, a notch below what I would think of as a video game. I made the mistake of, uh, well, she made the mistake of playing me in, in a couple of games like uh, Mario Kart or um, what the hell was the other one we were playing? 
some kind of shooter game that anybody can play. Like, just okay. pick up a gun and start shooting. Uh-huh. Or even when we went to like Dave and Buster's and play a game. Unfortunately, when we get into that kind of competitive thing, I, I begin to treat her kind of like my you know friends. Uh huh. So like, oh, oh, your ass, you dumb bitch. Oh, I can't believe this. Look at my scores. Three times your score. Yeah, that kind of backfired. Oh uh, yeah, I, I and this happened that several times. So this actually led to less sex and much more anger. Uh, fights between them, and this has happened on several occasions to the point now that we both are very wise and say we won't compete. She'll watch me play. And uh-huh. In fact, she's for, you know we used to play Warcraft three. She would you know point out to me on the mini map when I was getting killed because I was fighting elsewhere. Gotcha. But uh, yeah, it's it's not a good thing for me and her. I, I, I t- I'm a little too competitive, and I don't realize it's you know my my wife instead of you know, my buddy. Oh fuck you! Ready yeah. off the road. Yeah, that's kind of a bad thing. Uh, the Women's Lifestyle magazine features a weekend you and him section listing activities women can use to entice men, which what we talked about previously. This month's session cites a 2007 survey from Game Game Tart, a game rental service in the United Kingdom, which claims women who have who game have sex four times a week versus women who don't that only get it on three times per week. The advice comes as a shift in the magazine's attitude toward video games. Previous issues of Cosmo in 2008 and 2009 advised taking PlayStation controllers away from boyfriends and unplugging Xboxes to improve communication and sex. Only one 2009 issue had made reference to the fact that women like to play video games by recommending a Wii party as a girls' night in activity in the Cosmo Life section. Now, I do have an aunt who actually routinely will go once a week to a girlfriend's house. It's a traveling event, and they play like Wii golf and drink wine. Uh-huh. And that's what they do. And that's fine. That's a cool get-together. But I will tell you this. If some bitch rolled up on me and hid my PlayStation or unplugged my computer or took from me my controller, there wouldn't be any sex in the house. There'd be fights. Give me my stuff. Don't touch it. I don't take the plug from the TV when you're watching it. I don't go and hide your romance novel or whatever. Or, you know, take your music and break it. Or your makeup. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just because I want something. Not to mention, it is my understanding that most women try to avoid having sex in any way possible. So I don't understand how they're trying to encourage them to have more. Continue. As of 2009, Cosmopolitan has circulations of 2.9 million in North America alone. If the magazine picks up on video games as a good thing for women, the rate of women picking up video games as a hobby will probably also increase. In short, keep an eye on Cosmo. It could be the back door to a whole new audience of female gamers. <laughs> back door. And now it's 21 nothing. I'm glad this shows. I'm about to turn this off, to be honest. I, yeah. I'm really starting to... Yeah. I'm just reading up on IRC here. For those who Here's are, how you would can like get in touch us, with the guys. Uh, send an email the to them at emperor1g at cox.net or join us in IRC at irc.quakenet.org in channel VTW. Yeah, no, from that angle, it does look like they broke the plane. Yeah, it doesn't matter. They hit the extra points, so it's uh, can't review it. <sighs> 21 points down. I, this is, I don't think... I, I mean, maybe. But Ohio State isn't built to rack up tons of points. They're, they're built on defense and slugging it out and pulling it out in the end. If we had a run game, which we don't. Right. Okay. 10 best video game costumes of all time. That first one I saw better be number one. I'm telling you right now. I will tell you that I've seen almost all of these being at, uh, especially Oticon. Sure. All the friggin' time. There are tons of these, a lot of them. Uh, right. It's a really good one. So I don't know if it starts at the bottom or how this works. All right. There is a large, this is from joystickdivision.com. There's a large subculture within the video game community that likes to dress up as their favorite video game characters. Many are silly, poorly constructed, or just wrong. As Halloween approaches, we're taking a look at some of the best video game costumes of all time. Now, 
We've included model shots in with the great cosplayers to make sure the pictures you see are the best of the best. Here's the top ten costumes of all time. All right. enjoy. Number ten, Laura Croft. Now, that needs to be number one. Yes, because, and the chick who is dressed up as Laura Croft is awesome. Has the body. To that, that, now, that's, that's the caveat. You have to be able to have the body to pull right. it off. Yes. No matter what the costume is, Laura Croft or whatever. And I've seen plenty of women who are not Laura Croft and could not pull I, it off. But I that didn't stop them from trying. No. Uh, this one's even better, in my opinion. Number nine, Tifa Lockhart. And again, same thing. You have to have the body to pull it you off. You have to have the body. Or hers is even more difficult to pull it off. Yeah. Tifa Lockhart costume is one of the easiest to create. Little tank top, check. Black skirt, check. Thin suspenders, check. Weird gloves, got it. All very simple. But we give this girl major kudos for the costume because she looks exactly like Tifa Lockhart. She does. To be honest, I kind of thought this was a CGI picture. It, you know, I don't know. I, I could see how you could think it's a CGI picture. It very well <laughs> may be. I don't know, but I mean that clearly is not. That clearly is a real woman, and that chick looks a lot more like you know than Angelina Jolie. You know what I should do? I should show you the uh, pictures. They just for the new Laura Croft game, they had they have a new model that they modeled off of for Laura Croft. Okay, it's really hot Russian chick. Holy crap! Mark, okay, number eight, Marcus Phoenix for Gears of War. And this guy, that's a badass costume. That's a bad. I've, I've never seen a, a Gears of War costume. So Real, I, I haven't either. Yeah. I mean, but look how, how detailed that's, it is. That's, that's a lot of that's detail. That's kind of hard to do. Yeah. Now, this I have, number seven is Hellgas, Killzone. Yes. Now, I do see these guys that are kind of all the time. I've seen them once in a while, yeah. If you've ever been to PAX, you've likely seen some Hellgas walking around between the boots. Uh, popularity doesn't tarnish the impression we get from these guys. Costume must have taken hours to build, and the effort has really paid off. <laughs> Probably scratch hours for. I'll tell you what. Weeks. What better be in here is friggin' the Space Marines from Warhammer. I, I'm. I that's what I meant to tell you the other uh, last week. Uh-huh. I said I was going to show you, and I forgot. God, I forgot to do something after the show. That's what it was. We're going to pull it up in the break. Okay. Number six, Princess Zelda, which I have not seen a great many of. I have. I didn't realize that was Princess Zelda, but now having seen the costume, yes, I've seen that before. Okay, yeah, this is the new Zelda, not the one we're using. That's, the, the, that's the reason why, yeah. So, and again, you don't have the pictures because this is a radio show, but number five, Samus, which I have seen a lot of. Have you I, really? I don't actually, I've seen better costumes at Ocon than this chick. Yeah, that one looks seems a little, uh, not quite as good as it could be. Very popular costume. Go ahead, go ahead. Despite go ahead. having a lavish suit, is consistent, is constantly being portrayed by the masses. Well, I've never seen him. Costume, this costume is among the best? Okay, it looks to be a very high quality and the gaudy colors could have been smudged to add some character. Not really. I've seen better costumes. The Prince from uh, Katamari Damacy. I do see these a lot at Otakon. Have you really? Yes. Wow. It's, it's this weird mushroom shape. I don't even know how to describe it. Yeah. It is difficult to describe. But so, uh, we'll just move on. Yeah. Number three, Master Chief and the Marines. Yeah, I've, now, these I have seen Master also. Master Chief I've seen. Yes. I have not seen Marines. I've seen Master Chief. But, uh, yeah, I've seen this quite a bit, actually. And hang on, I'm being derailed here. Yes, I know. Yes, we know. Uh, Mystic Mim is letting me know it's 21 nothing Wisconsin. Trust me, we got it on the big screen. I'm about ready to shoot myself and then take him with, or shoot you first and then me. Number two, Elite Combine, Half-Life 2. Oh, I've that's, never seen yeah, that. Yeah, I've never seen that one at all. These have been, there's been some speculation that it is a cosplayer photoshopped into a bedroom, putting us into the illusion that we've been just walking to a discouraged Elite Combine. Okay, no flag? There's... Either one way or the other, they were both grabbing each other. Pyramid Head, yeah. Pyramid Head Nurse. Pyramid Head Nurse. This I see all the time, too. I have seen the nurse. In fact, there was a, there was a cosplay skit done at OhioCon, I think, last year. Okay. It might have been two years ago. It was, there, there were no words. It was the three, it was the three, uh, three nurses and the pyramid, pyramid Head. 
And the whole skit was just the three nurses are there and they're doing their twitchy thing. And then Pyramid Head shows up. He comes onto the stage. He strangles the first one and then he goes to the second one and like hacks them. And then the third one, he's ready to do something. And then the nurse uh, knees him in the balls. Ha! And Pyramid Head falls down. Now I'm going to post this in... Yes, the Empress is here. Uh, I'm going to post this in IRC here. Uh, just so you guys can go look at that. This is a YouTube clip of some guys dressing up as Space Marines from Dawn of War. Now, while you go and watch this, actually, we need to take our break because it's 8 o'clock. We have a lot more to get to. We have to be out of here at 9 because Octail and Gnomewise have a very special edition of Alpha Geek Radio following this show. It's a Vegas baby uh, show because I believe they're flying out for BlizzCon or rather the VTW convention in Las Vegas next right, weekend. Right. So, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back in a to the king, baby. Groovy. I'll swallow your soul! Come get some. Good. Bad. I'm the guy with the gun. See this? This is my boomstick! Give me some sugar, baby. Yo, she-bitch. Let's go. I got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. You found me beautiful once. Honey, you got real ugly.
breaking the break here for a quick second because we've still got about six minutes left in the break. Uh, folks, I would just like to wish Mystic Mim the Crown Princess a very happy Sweetest Day. I love you both very much. And the kick, she got me a kick-ass balloon, actually. A, a big... Yeah. Uh, what the hell they'll call it? It's like... It's a heart? Mine. I mean, it's shaped like a heart, but it's, it's hollow on the inside. It's... It's yeah, it's uh, mylar balloon. Yeah, Huge okay, one. mylar. Yeah, and fourth and goal. We didn't get it in, so we're going for a field goal. All right, guys, we'll be back in about six. is my command, my dear.
Dominic the donkey, jingity jing, the Italian Christmas donkey, la 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 Santa's got a little friend, his name is Dominic, the cutest little donkey, you'll never see him kick. When Santa visits his paisans with Dominic, he'll be Because the reindeer cannot climb the hills of Italy Hey, jingity jing, it's Dominic the donkey Jingity jing, the Italian Christmas donkey La la la, la 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 la, la 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 Jingle bells around his feet and presents on the sled. Hey, look at the Mayor's Derby on top of Dominic's head. A pair of shoes for Louie and a dress for Josephine. The label on the inside says they're made in Brooklyn. Hey, jingity jing, it's Dominic the donkey. Jingity jing, the Italian Christmas donkey. La la la, la 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 la. Starts to dance. They talk Italian to him, and he even understands. Kumaras and Kumaras do they dance a darandel? When Santa Nicola comes to town and brings Ujucharilla, hey, jingity jing, it's Dominic the donkey, jingity jing, the Italian Christmas donkey, la la la. Well, here I am in my tubby again, and my tubby's all filled with water and nice fluffy suds. And I've got my soap and washcloth to wash myself, and I've got my nifty scrub brush to help me scrub my back, and I've got a big fluffy towel to dry myself when I'm done. But there's one other thing that makes tubby time the very best time of the whole day. And do you know what that is? It's a very special friend of mine, my very favorite little pal. Rubber ducky, you're the one. You make bath time lots of fun. Rubber ducky, I'm awfully fond of you. Bo-bo-bo-dee-o. Rubber ducky, joy of joys. When I squeeze you, you make noise. Rubber ducky, you're my very best friend, it's true. Oh, every day when I make my way to the tubby. I find a little fella who's cute and yellow and chubby. Rubber dub dubby, rubber ducky, you're so fine. And I'm lucky that you're mine. Rubber ducky, I'm awfully fond of you. Hey, rubber ducky, would you like me to scrub your back with my nifty little scrub brush? You would? Okay, how's this? You want me to scrub behind your ears? Ooh, I see. You don't have any ears, do you? Well, how about your tummy? Scrub his little ducky tummy. 
Totally. This show is intended for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now. Parental discretion is advised. Listening to the Emperor's Court here on VTW Productions. Get down on your knees. I know I would. Interception, Ohio State. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back here on Versed World Productions, VTWProductions.com. This is the Emperor's Court. Heading into our final hour, I'm the Emperor. Joined in studio by Highlander. Always a pleasure. And uh, it's about damn time we actually intercepted something that's really starting to get aggravated, so. What are we throwing to? There's a flag. You've got to be kidding me. No, it's well, a that's flag. the fact though. We actually we already intercepted though, right? Well, it, if it if the penalty was before, if, if it's against us and it was before the uh, interception, okay. then we don't get it. Let me see. What do you see? There's a flag thrown in the play. It looks like Ohio State intercepted. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we have three seconds to get to a whole lot of topics. Personal foul against Wisconsin. It's nice. going to be an extra fifteen yards. I'll take it. If we can go in twenty-one uh, ten, this may not be completely out of hand. Although it's. Currently out of hand. All right, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we're going to get to uh, what are we going to do with the stupid video game of the week? Let's do the stupid video Let's game. Let's do that, moment. and then there's a topic near and dear to my heart that I want to get to that prompted me to make my first my first posting on uh, 4chan, and I'll uh, we'll get to that in a minute. From across the information superhighway, we have collected the stupidest moments in video game history. All right, it's uh, right there. It's it. There it is. Hiroshi Yamauchi. You may not recognize the name, but every gamer in the world recognizes the company he was president and chairman of the board of from 1949 to 2005, Nintendo. Yamauchi was the one who decided to diversify Nintendo from playing cards and toys to electronic video games, and, of course, the rest is history. So why is this a stupid video game moment? Well, as Yamauchi got older... He was quoted as saying some very, well, dumb things regarding video gaming. Things that probably ushered him out the door a little faster than he wanted. So consider this a small little string of stupid video game moments. First quote, RPG players are depressed gamers who like to sit alone in their dark rooms and play slow games. (laughs) For someone who obviously didn't care much for RPGs, this quote is, of course, strange to say the least, coming from the president of a company that has and had money-making franchises like The Legend of Zelda, Final Fantasy, and Dragon Quest, to name just a few. Quote, There are many people in the industry that know nothing about games. In particular, a large American company is trying to engulf software houses with money, but I don't believe that will go well. It looks like they'll sell their game system next year, but we'll see the answer to that the following year. Yamauchi was, of course, talking about Microsoft and the future Xbox, and Yamauchi's answer was the GameCube, which I'm sorry to say, worldwide, millions more bought the Xbox than they did the GameCube. GameCube was a piece of garbage. No one bought that. And the reason why is because it was such a, you couldn't play CDs or DVDs right. on it. You had to buy mini CDs. Yeah, you had to get the yeah, mini I, things. Yeah. And uh, last quote, I have been saying this for some time, but customers are not interested in grand games with higher quality graphics and sound and epic stories. Only people who do not know the video game business would advocate the release of next-generation machines when people are not interested in cutting-edge technologies. (laughs) 
Of course not. No <laughs> self-respecting gamer would care about piddly things like high-end graphics cards and good storytelling. Cutting-edge technology? Pfft. While that quote does say a lot about the marketing and thinking behind closed doors in Nintendo, <coughs> and does explain at least a few things to me. GameCube. We. We, exactly. What's completely ironic about that quote was that it came in late 2004, as the Wii was nearly completed and ready for previews. And, of course, as we all know, the Wii certainly didn't have any cutting-edge technology whatsoever. Nintendo President Hiroshi Yamauchi sticking his foot in his mouth again and again and again. Another stupid moment in video game history. From across the information superhighway, we have collected the stupidest moments in video game history. Now that's funny. Yeah, those are really funny. President you would think that he wouldn't. Uh, well, you have to kick a field goal, forty-five oh. yarder, and, and we. Have it. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Just a hair to the right. Mystic Pin wants me to dress. Is she? I'll dress the Mexican, and I can dress the Border Patrol. That's what she wants to do for Halloween. I I, I recommended you guys dress up as Glenn Beck and Sarah Palin. Sarah Palin. <laughs> and it was uh, uh, easy to do. You just, too. you just have to uh, dye your hair gray at the temples, wear a suit. Uh, yeah. if, you know, if you wanted to be totally authentic, you'd have to carry around a small blackboard with you and have like conspiracy theories on it and stuff like that. I really, could. I'll have to, to wear like, big fish glasses now. Yeah, like yes, you, Octail, you, we got it. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, shut up, Octail. What the hell do you got? Colorado, Colorado State. <laughs> Next time they win a game, call me. <laughs> All right. Now, this brings us to a uh, belt-on topic, just like the one previous. But this one yes. is even more aggravating. This actually, one is really disgusting. Yes. yes. I heard about this, actually, on another radio uh, show a couple days ago here in Cleveland. And... Uh, they just kind of went over it in glancing, and it's not really a show that kind of gets into that. It's more entertainment than anything else, uh, kind of like stupid entertainment. But mm-hmm. I can only get FM at work. I can't get AM, so I'm kind of stuck. Oh, okay. Um, so, and I listen to music or radio about seven hours a day at work. Can't you so, just look online? Can you go online? And, no, no, no. They have federal, it all blocked? Federal computers, man. I can't do that. Can't oh, stream anything. Wow. No. You have, you have no idea the security on those systems. You have no clue. And especially since the WikiLeaks thing happened. Uh-huh. Oh, man. I can't go into a lot of it. Trust when I tell you that there's uh, zero chance of uh, anything getting by them. All right. This is this happens has been happening in Detroit. Uh, this is from my, myfoxdetroit.com, but I actually got the news off of Fox News. Uh, here's the situation. A couple of years ago, a 24-year-old woman um, was diagnosed with Huntington's disease, which is a brain disorder. Okay? It is lethal. There's no cure for it. Yes. It is 100% lethal. You die. Basically, your, your brain begins to... Um, you know, it's a degenerative thing, and eventually you just fall apart. You lose all control, and you just die. Well, there's an 80% chance that a parent who has it will also give it to their child. So she dies. Um, her two-year-old daughter was then diagnosed with Huntington's disease, and she is currently seven years old. It is in the final stages of Huntington's disease. She's going to die. That's uh, rough. Pretty rough time. That's rough. Okay. Yeah. Now, here's the sense of story. Okay. Her next-door neighbor, two years ago, um, had some kids, and this little girl was having a birthday party at her house, and she had one of those bounce houses, you know, the inflatable thing. Yeah, had, yeah, okay. Um, like the Crown Princess has one that we bought her. Oh, a I didn't huge know Huge one. Wow. That, and she's got the uh, the 14-foot inflatable waterfall. Oh, nice. You go on, nice. yeah. So apparently this neighbor texted the grandmother of this child, uh, who was raising her since the mother's dead, and asked if her kids can come over into the bounce house. Well, she didn't text her back right away which aggravated this nutty neighbor and she's been harassing them ever since 
Well, it's gotten to the point where in the last several weeks, this next door neighbor took a picture of the 24 year old daughter, photoshopped a picture of her face onto a Grim Reaper, and put it on her uh, Facebook, making fun of the fact that the daughter was dead. She then took a picture of the seven year old and photoshopped it onto a skull and crossbones and put it onto her Facebook, and then started making fun of the fact that she was dying. To top it all off, the bitch's crazy husband then went and got his uh, pickup truck, because of course they have a pickup truck, these have got to be rednecks, painted a skull and crossbones and a Grim Reaper all over his car, put a coffin in the back of it, in the, uh, the payload part of it, and parks it right in front of their house every single day and has done so for weeks. Because, and I recap, wow. they didn't text her back fast enough we're talking like maybe an hour before they saw the text. Because, you know, I'm looking at my phone constantly when I'm hosting a party for a bunch of kids. So her kids couldn't walk next door and jump in the bounce house. This is on top of yelling at them when they see them on the street, making prank phone calls, deriding them in public. So Fox News sent out a team to interview these people and say, why are you in a, Folks, go to myfoxdetroit.com. You need to see the story. You need to see this chick on video. And they ask her. Why it is that you're harassing this poor girl who's in the end stages and is dying? Okay? To which she says, oh, because I knew it would rub her grandmother's ass raw. I don't care. It's, and I, this is a quote, folks. This is all quote. I take personal satisfaction in this. And the fact that knowing that they will be aggravated and upset by this. That's why. And he says, well, then why do you have a, you know, a pickup truck in the coffin outside their house? And she's like, hello, it's Halloween. We're going to decorate. She said, but it's been out there for two months. How is that for Halloween? And she just starts spewing and screaming and yelling. Anyways, neighbors of Jennifer and Scott Petkov, P-E-T-K-O-V, that's the neighbors, who have been feuding with the family, admitted to posting grim depictions of Laura Kathleen, that's the, the mother and the daughter, the 24-year-old and 7-year-old on Facebook. One photo depicts Laura in the arms of the Grim Reaper, while the other is a feature of Kathleen, that's the girl on the skull and crossbones. The couple hitched a coffin to a pickup truck and parks in front of their house, which they say is nothing more than a Halloween decoration, despite the fact they've been doing it for months. Quote, why would someone do this? Jennifer Pickoff says, quote, because it burns Rebecca Rose's ass raw. That's the grandmother. Police tell Ron Savage, uh, they have been, that's the reporter, that they have been called to the street before dealing with longstanding family feud issues. A member of Kathleen's family says the bad blood started about two years ago when that whole situation I just told you about. So this bitch is going on Facebook, and she's posting for everybody to see pictures of this girl, Pictures of the mother making fun of the fact that they're dying or dead. That's reprehensible to me. These are human filth. There is no other. I mean, and, and let's be honest. In this country, especially in the last several weeks, cyberbullying is becoming a, a, a very large topic. All right. It's been on all the shows. They had a big show on 2020 last night. Mystic Mim and I were watching it on cyberbullying and all these different people that are being affected, all these kids. All right, because it's it's not just being bullied in the schools anymore. It's taking a step out. And I, I think, Highlander, that's probably a topic for next week because I don't think we have enough time to kind of get into it. No, All right? we don't. So we'll, we'll save it for next week. But <clears throat> it, reprehend, this is beyond They're, reprehensible. I, I don't think there are any words to accurately describe how disgusting this is. They got The family got so upset they actually got a protection order. Not a restraining order, a protection order. Protection order, the difference is, restraining order, you know, people, if they violate the restraining order, the cops, you know, can be called and say, all right, please move back 500 feet or whatever. A protection order says, if you come within, you know, however many feet of these people, you go to jail. That's how bad off they are. Wow. I was, 
I, I was seeing red. I actually saw this at work on my break, and I was talking to a couple of my coworkers who sitting next to me. I, they were kind of crowded in my cubicle, our cubicle, and we're reading this. And I, I am so pissed. And I noticed on Fox News and the comments, there are several people that have somehow found out their name, the neighbor's name, address, street address, and phone number, as well as the employment number of the husband of where he works. Wow. And posted it publicly. So me, being the soul that I am, unfortunately, I know I can, there's nothing I can do about this. I, 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 I want to write a letter, prank a phone call, something. Unfortunately, because of my age and especially my employment, I can't do anything. Right. And I can't tell you, maybe on one hand, I can tell you the number of times I've been moved to action, so to speak. But I thought there might be somebody who could help. I actually made my first and only post to 4chan. And I just quoted some passages of this article and said in the, in the posting, I'm not, in, in the, a picture of this, this girl's face, that was the picture of it that I chose. And it said some long lines of, I'm not going to tell you or ask you what to do. I'm just going to leave this here. And I put the guy's and girl, the neighbor's address, phone number. I just copy and pasted from, and I did this from home. Not, uh-huh. I, was, I can't get the 4chan from work. Right, They'd right. fire my ass. So I did it when I got home. Now, I don't know if anything ever come to it, and I know, like you said, you can't treat an almost like your personal army. That's, it's, it's one of those, I mean, it's, it, they it call it the sense. rules of the internet, right. but it's, it's obviously tongue-in-cheek. But it is true that you can't always right. count it, on them, because it, it's, it's a non, it's all individual people. You That's right. You can't count so on them. I don't know if anything ever comes to this, all right? But it just seems that lately 4chan has become a little more benevolent as opposed to a little more uh, uh, reactionary, right, brutal. Right, right. Um, but apparently since then, I'm not saying it's anonymous, I, I, who knows, but this, these neighbors have now received death threats. They've had their houses, their head, their house, oh God, their house egged. Somebody tried lighting their house on fire. I believe the gentleman has now been fired from his job because they got so many calls to the business. Obviously, they don't want any part of this. Right. And when you have this person who represents your company, you don't want it, this guy here. Yeah. It, it, you know what? And I, I guess I, I expect to be ranting and raving and screaming and throwing crap around my room. Here a little more than I am. I, I guess I've had a week to think about this, but this horror—I just—I would—I just want to punch the woman in the face. And apparently, it got so bad she finally decided to have an apology. She's apologized three times because the first two times weren't really an apology. It was just like, okay, well, yeah, if I if I had to do it over again, I probably wouldn't do it. That's not an apology. No, that's not. An that apology. means I'm I, I'm tired of people, you know, harassing me and calling me names and calling up my house and egging it. Not because I feel bad. Look, th- clearly the woman is unhinged. Her and her husband are a real pair. It, it scares me that they have children. That they have bred. Yeah. This is why the human gene pool needs a lifeguard. Okay? They need to do the best for the human gene pool by removing themselves from it. And I don't think that's an exaggeration to say these people need to die. They need to go away for a long time. Now, apparently, the woman has now been arrested for another charge on a different note. I guess she threatened another neighbor with uh, death. And they've now arrested her for it, for, you know, menacing. Wow. Wow. A seven-year-old dying daughter. And the reason why is because they didn't text you back fast enough for your little pond scum. Fast enough. Yes. It's not even that they ignored them. They they eventually did invite them over. It just wasn't fast enough. The source says that Jennifer Petkoff texted someone in the Rose family asking if her kids come play to the event. A response to text did not come quickly enough, and it angered Jennifer Petkoff. According to the Rose family, she's been harassing them ever since. <sighs> That's crazy. That's just that. If this crazy. was my neighborhood, they would be run out of here on a rail. Absolutely. Now, the kind of the cool thing is, once this hit the internet, 
um, donations started flooding into this chick, this little girl from all over the world. Japan, New Zealand, Australia, a lot of coming from Australia. Um, China, France, England, all kinds of different wow. places. And they've accumulated, I don't know how many thousands. I, last I had read, and this is a couple of days ago, they're up to about nine grand. And the reason why they're donating the money is that there's a company in Ann Arbor. I'll give them a pass because uh, for this one occasion, because Ann Arbor is a whore. That's where Michigan University is located. Um, is going to use the money to give this little girl a shopping spree. Oh, in okay. a toy store. It's a toy company. That's oh, that's cool. It. And the rest of the money that she doesn't use will be donated to um, like a uh, children's hospital okay. in the area. Okay? okay. I don't know exactly how far along. I mean, they said she's in the final stages, so she's really not going to be able to enjoy the shopping spree much because she's not going to understand what she, what's going on. Probably. And she's not, not yeah. in a position to do that. I, I, I just... Well, hey, well, read, read that last part with the, with this the rally. This is something I just want to take a baseball bat to. Uh, go all the way down to the end, just to read it. Just, just in case you happen to be living in the greater Detroit area or something. It says, a rally for Kathleen Edward has been planned for Saturday, October 23rd from 3 to 8.30 p.m. at Elizabeth Park in Trenton, which I assume is a suburb of Detroit. That's where they are, yes. Um, you can also find it on Facebook. If you go on Facebook, search the terms, We Love You Kathleen. If you search that on Facebook, you'll find... That particular Facebook page, you can find out about the rally and, and things like that. The invitation reads, she has been tormented by sadistic neighbors. Please come and join us in showing Kathleen that there are good people that care. If I lived in the area, I, I would probably I, go. Absolutely. I'd go. I Yeah, here it is. Toy store shopping spree for Kathleen. And, and to me, it, it's not just the fact that, you know, the Facebook, I, it, we're, I mean, we tie it in because it's the internet thing. It, yeah. It's a Facebook thing. But here, once it hit the internet, it's the amount of money that's coming in from over across the world. Hans Mazing of Tree Town Toys in Ann Arbor has raised more than $9,000 for a shopping spree for Kathleen. Some of the money coming as far as well as Japan, Australia, and Europe. Now, this is from three or four days ago, so who knows how much money she's got. Right, now. right. That's one heck of a shopping spree. Uh, too bad it's coming at a point in her life where she's not going to be able to enjoy it. Right. Or not enjoy it for very long. But when your apology is, if I had it over to do again, I, I, I probably wouldn't do it. It's not an apology. Probably wouldn't do it. Wow, right. what, what an insult. So I, uh, someone posted the Petkoff's family a home address, phone number, and a list of relatives and social network profiles. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know. Who can say? Internet's a big place. It is. A lot of people make posts. A lot of crazy stuff out there. Uh, I would point out that most of the information was already posted on foxnews.com in the comments section. There was like 300 comments. So... What I did post on, on 4chan was just copy and pasted. So it's not like the information wasn't already out there on the internets. But I don't really think it's necessary to say who did it. Uh, <sighs> look at this crap. Who? All right. What the? Somebody's holding up a Wisconsin, I don't know if it's a jersey or it looks like a shirt, onto the uh, video chat here on vtwproductions.com. Uh, uh, this I don't get. Somebody's got a... Yeah, I, I don't know what that's going on. That's, there's, there's some... There's a flames and an American flag over somebody's face, yeah. which is good because he's ugly. <laughs> oh, Wild Strolax appears. Wisconsin. Oh, look at that. Okay, well, I can think of somebody else. Apparently, in order to wear that sweatshirt, you, you have to eat Wisconsin, apparently. Uh, that's octail, isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah, Wisconsin. Where the hell do you... T- are you actually a Wisconsin fan? If octail's really in Wisconsin, I'm going to be like pissed. He's from Colorado. Why would he have a Wisconsin... <laughs> 
I don't know. I like Texas Octail in three seconds. I will unsubscribe from your podcast if you get rid of that stupid Wisconsin <laughs> family. <laughs> uh, oh, he's from Wisconsin. Oh, man. Okay. Well, that sucks. That's, yeah. I would encourage nobody to listen to the show following mine. No. Once 9 o'clock comes around, there's nothing afterwards. All, All right, right, so let's get to the... Uh, let's have some fun after that. Yeah, that, so that, that was a down. Forbidden knowledge. Yeah, let's that. do some forbidden. Now, have you finally gotten the thing You working? haven't recorded it for me. You have to re-record it for All me. Right. Do we have time tonight? or we, have I, to re- we should plan? be able to. All right, we can do that then. Of course, that's supposing if we lose, then I'm not going to want to talk to anybody. Yeah, so. I probably won't either. Uh, let's see. Forbidden knowledge. Just pull it up. All right. So, yeah, we'll just pull it up. Pretend we have the sound right now for forbidden knowledge. Yeah, it's it's going to be like Masterpiece Theater, and it's going to be all classy and whatever. So here we go. Non-internet related this time. Non-internet related. So past couple forbidden knowledges have been kind of cutesy, not really, you know, uh, how to order burgers from In-N-Out and stuff like that. So I decided to go back to something a little more larcenous like uh, the original ones. Tonight's forbidden knowledge, how to counterfeit money. Yes, very important thing. How to counterfeit money. Now, remember to write all this down. This is very important stuff. Here we go. Now, you certainly don't need me to point out the benefits of forging your own money over working a soulless job for 40 years. Before the arrival of desktop publishing, counterfeiting used to be an expensive operation, but now anyone can buy a computer, a scanner, and a high-end inkjet laser printer and become a paper millionaire without leaving their parents' basement. So here we go, step by step. Step one. Put a $50 bill on your scanner and scan it at the highest resolution possible. It must be at least 2,400 DPI. That's dust bridge. The bill has several security features, some of which can be overcome with the scanner. The entire bill is imprinted with a hexagonal pattern of faint and fine lines, as well as intricate etched details, all of which can be picked up in a high-resolution scan. The hard parts are finding the correct paper and the printing process. Now, if you use a high-quality inkjet printer... The hexacons and intricate detailings will be preserved and will look convincingly enough to the naked eye even if they do not stand up to scrutiny under a magnifying glass. But really, who looks at money under a magnifying glass anyway, especially when you're buying stuff? Usually it's just, here's the money, here's the change, get out the door. Step two, ordinary paper is made out of wood pulp. Counterfeit bills that have been printed in ordinary paper not only feel thicker and easily tear, they can be easily detected using counterfeit pen, which contains iodine which changes colors on contact with the cellulose in the paper. Real bills, however, are printed on special rag paper that is made from cotton and linen fibers, which also contains minute red and blue silk thread. So what you're going to want to do is get the rag paper, then obtain a supply of fine red and blue silk thread at your local craft store, mix them with a, dilute, with a diluted non-water-soluble adhesive, Suspend them in water, and then spray the water evenly onto your rag paper. You want to press the sheets between Teflon rollers and then allow them to dry. Now, step three, some parts of the bill are printed in sparkly, color-shifting ink. Now, your printer is not going to be able to reproduce this. They're not going to be able to reproduce the plastic security strip inside the bill, and they're not going to reproduce the watermark. What you could do, however, is copy the technique used by counterfeiter Ricky Scott Nelson. He took real $1 and $5 bills, masked the serial numbers, the Treasury and Federal Reserve seals, and also the words, this, is, this note is legal tender. Then what he did was he bleached the bills and printed $50 and $100 detailings over the tops. Step four, print the fronts of several test bills, altering the hue, color balance, saturation, and contrast until, you've, until you found the best color and definition match. And then you want to repeat it with the back of the bill. Step five, you want to print a double-sided bill and make sure to keep only those where the front and back are perfectly aligned. 
Last step, spend small quantities of your fake cash in locations with low chances of detection. For example, say at a nightclub where the light is poor and the staff is probably too busy to be checking every single dollar bill that comes through. In larger quantities, you can use them in drug transactions, you can sell them to foreign black marketers to use in scams, or you can always take them to currency exchanges in Mexico. So there you have it, forbidden knowledge, how to counterfeit money. You you realize that... Let's review. And in the last since we started doing forbidden knowledge, we've taught yeah. people how to make an atom bomb. Uh, how does the first one was how to stage a coup? How to stage a coup? How to build an atomic bomb? And now how to counterfeit money? Are you trying to tell us something? Is this no are you going somewhere with this? Like I said in the beginning, you had walked out of the room. I said, you know, we've we've done kind of cutesy ones like the how to order burgers and in right. and out kind of thing. Yeah. So I thought we'd go with a bit more larcenous <laughs> tone this time around and go back to the original. So. How to counterfeit money. What about coins? Well, who the hell's going to counterfeit coins if you can counterfeit cash money? And how to fake a lie detector, which is yes. kind of, you know, it's, it's easy to fake a lie detector. I mean, matter of fact, it, lie detectors aren't even admissible in court anymore because they're so easy to, 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 to fake, yeah. and they're, they're, always, they're not that reliable to begin with. So, Fred said, I thought the real problem with money forging was the serial numbers. So you can fake that, too. Just make sure they're not the same number. Yeah. Or like I said, do what you, you, you bleach that, and you leave the serial numbers, and then you, put the other, you overlay the $50, $100 things on top of it. All right, so we're in the closing uh, 25 minutes here of the Emperor's Court. It is, and you just closed the quickening. Oh, crap. Did I? Yes, you did. All right. Sorry. I, I keep it all on one virtual document. I, I forgot. Yeah. One Sorry. second to go. Keep talking. Cannot believe Wisconsin. Being, at least I see the Rangers finally beat the Yankees. They should have won last night. Or two that was, yeah, they should have. Yeah. Stupid. No, we're not out of it yet. It's no. not over yet. All keep right. your shirt on, Octail. No, really, keep your shirt on. We don't want to see that. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. Now, we can, what we can do is we can close these because I don't care about these. Okay, just I'm just trying to get to the next uh, thing. That's right. cool. Dota 2, Defense of the Ancients 2, has been announced. This being done on October 13th, a couple days ago, Valve has released it. Now, for those who don't know, and everybody should, Defense of the Ancients is a very popular mod for Warcraft 3. Yes. It spawned several uh, uh, like games, like uh, Demigod, League of, uh, I think, League of Legends, Heroes of New Earth. Heroes of New All Earth of is one I thought Dota-like. of. Dota-like, right. So what's a Dota? Dota 2 takes its name from the Warcraft 3 mod Defense of the Ancients, a drastic change to the stock real-time strategy title which pits two teams of five players against each other and how they compete at a 40-minute or lo- Look, the next game I play for that's only 40 minutes will be the first. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> Dota quickly gained its popularity in Blizzard's Battle.net service, yada, 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 yada. As mod tends to go, it branched into several variations, etc., etc., nobody cares. However, Dota enjoys such unprecedented popularity for a number of inter- uh, interconnected reasons. The, uh, the game has a skill curve as long and as wide as Counter-Strike or StarCraft. Basically, you have to be a really top-level player, gotcha. or people just boot you out of the games these days. So, a couple years ago, um, what ended up happening was Valve actually went to the guy who made this. Uh-huh. Uh, Ice Frog, I believe was his online name, and okay. offered him a contract to develop a game for Valve, which he agreed. Okay. So it's called Ice Frog is one of the smartest designers we've ever met. He's made so many good decisions over the years in building the product. He's virtually never makes a decision that doesn't have some reasoning behind it. Okay, I would hope a lot of us don't make decisions that are just random <laughs> decisions that have no reason for it. And may uh, and a way to pick apart the logic behind it. This approach means that Dota 2 basically is Dota All-Stars with newer technology. Uh, will do. Gnome-wise, will do. Zarek's saying Ice Frog didn't make it. Okay. That's funny. Uh, <clears throat> Dota All-Stars roster of 100-plus heroes is being brought over in its entirety. 
Now, I wonder how they're doing that, considering it's from a Warcraft 3 game. I would think that Blizzard might have a, a fit over that. I, I would assume they're just going to change the name into something else. So instead okay. of an orc, it'll be a gork. Item or skills and upgrade paths are unchanged. Some hero skills work slightly better due to being freed from the non now ancient Warcraft 3 engine. Uh, a few things will make significant differences to players making the transition. Dota 2 uses a Valve's source engine. Makes sense. You're not going to keep using yeah. the same thing. Yeah. Uh, they have a setup for voice activation, works kind of like a Ventrilo server. Visual style is remarkable for retaining the somewhat cartoony feel that Warcraft 3 had. Again, I would got to think that Blizzard, I mean, would have a, a legitimate bitch if they were to take this to court and say it's, you know, intellectual infringement. They're basically taking what is a mod in our game. Right. And their copy, I mean, if it's basically a carbon copy, according to I mean, this. I guess the, the only thing, I guess, in, in defense would be it's not, you don't actually own the mod. The, this, I don't know, I guess this guy would have owned the mod, but... Since you didn't develop it yourself, it's it's his intellectual property. Which is what Blizzard tried to get around this time with StarCraft II, saying the mods, any mods that are made, are theirs. Ah, so you have to kind of sign them away. Uh, when we talk about the about this identity that exists inside and outside the game, we don't think that we're anywhere near it with what it exists on Steam right now, said Johnson. Uh, basically talking about its popularity. Uh, bah, 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 bah. Ultimately, two things will make Dota 2 stand out. The coaching system and interactive guides. Interesting. I believe that's the uh, Lena inverse. Right. Yeah, there it is, Lena. See? Mm-hmm. So they're copying off of two things one, an anime, and two, a video game. That right, exactly. Yeah. Well, that's why it says Lena, not right. Lena inverse. Yeah. The Morphling. Yeah, they're just basically changing some of the names. Yeah. So is this something you're going to pick up, sir? You're not be, a yeah. chance. Not I a hate, chance. I hate. Do- I'll cast it. I think it's kind of fun to broadcast. But I absolutely I hate it. Uh, see, IRC is getting up in arms over this. Ice Frog is the keeper of it, I think. Let's see. Ice Frog stole the original idea, if I remember, recall correctly. Ice Frog made the All-Stars version. The original idea was Aeons of Strife, which I originally did play for Warcraft. I used to play it up at Riata Recess when it first came out. Oh, so, wow. Kazakh controlling a single hero with unique abilities were created by the originators with a vast amount of programming. Look, I thought... Uh, bottom line is, Ice Frog gets the majority of the credit for this. He did make the All-Stars version, and guess what? They hired him to make the game, which apparently he's done. And it's a carbon copy of the original with some added features. So, there you go. Look, it's going to be, this to me is a very niche market. It's a niche game. Is it popular? Yes. Is it popular enough to float a, a franchise on or a I game? I don't know. That I'm not entirely sure of. Yeah. I, I don't believe so. I, I would say, again, it's a very niche market, and I don't think, it, well, I guess it would be successful. It depends on how much they really suck into its Yeah, you know, it depends on how much, how much they paid and then how much they're expecting to get back. It's not exactly a brand new design. They didn't have to start from scratch, if you think about it. It's, it's pretty much already there. True. So, and it was running out of time. We only got 17 minutes left. Let's hit the quickening. Alrighty. That's kind of the you know, big thing. Here we are, born to be kings. We're the princes of the universe. Greetings, Highlander. You call? have the manners of a goat. All right. All righty. The quickening. The quickening. Got to pop it up. Got to bring it on down there. There we go. All righty. As always, if you have a question you would like me to answer on the quickening, you can always email me at highlander1g at gmail.com. Here we go, the quickening. Question, where is Walt Disney's head? I have it right here next to me. I like to fill it with the blood of my enemy's children and drink long and deep from it, just like Walt used to do. 
In seriousness, though, Walt was cremated two days after he died, and his ashes were interned in Forest Lawn Cemetery in California. True That's story. That's not what I remember. I remember him being frozen somewhere underneath, like, it's a small world, waiting for the day when the Jews were wiped out. <laughs> According to... Uh, Robot Chicken. <laughs> was it Robot Chicken, or was it uh, Family Guy? No, ro- um, Robot Chicken has to... Actually, they both do it. Because no, Robot Chicken was the one where they put Walt Disney's head on the... Uh, Giant spider Mechanical thing. spider. Right, and he wants Alien Gonzalez. And he wanted to eat the babies, yeah. And then in Family Guy, he wakes Family up... Family Guy, he wakes up, are the Jews dead yet? Put nope. me back in. Yeah, okay. Which I thought was funny. Question, what would Japanese death metal sound like? It sounds like just like I when I remove the blood of my enemy's children to fill in my Walt Disney Skull Goblin. Uh, actually, in all seriousness, if you're looking for bands, I would recommend Shadow, Intense, Balasim, and Serpent. Now, there's like I said, there's a. You, do you want to put maybe the YouTube video I'll, up there? I'll highlight it and put it there. Yeah, unfortunately, I'll, only the people listening to the actual live show will be able to see this. Yeah, so well, what we'll do is I'll, I'll put the YouTube video that I found of some Japanese death metal bands, and then you can take a listen and uh, decide for yourself what you like or what you don't like. So, give us a second. There you go. That's the uh, video you want to look at if you want to find Japanese death metal. Honestly, it sounds just like regular death metal, only they're growling in Japanese. No big deal. Hang on. All right. Mr. Bim's bringing me dinner, so I got to talk. Oh, I see. Okay, there we <laughs> go. go. Uh, let's see. Question. If pi equals 3.1415, then what does cake equal? Cake equals delicious. It's too easy. Too easy. Question. Do you see any problem with eating fetuses? Well, what the hell kind of question is this? Well, to begin, the plural is not fetuses, it's fetuses. <laughs> now that that's all cleared up, I have no problem drinking the blood of my fetuses in my Walt Disney Skull Goblet. In fact, I do so quite frequently. The problem is that the fetus is in the belly of the mother, which makes it difficult to get to. So your options are you could get a knife and cut the fetus out of the mother. What the? Now, this would kill her, but since you're already eating fetus eye, I suspect murder isn't too much of a stretch for you to begin with. Now, your other option is to be an abortionist, which I guess would be the way I would recommend. Uh, you get paid for doing something you love, and you get all the fetus eye you can eat. I, it never ceases to amaze me. The there are some crazy weirdos questions. Weirdos that listen to this show. You know what? I'm not even sure they're twisted. I think they sit in their, their little dark rooms like, I just I wonder what question I can think of that'll stump them this time. Or what most disgusting question can I think of? Yeah. And you know what? They do it in that voice. Exactly. Well. And they yeah, had like a scrunched up face, kind of look like a troll. Exactly. Uh, question. Where should I go for lunch? Uh, well, I know this guy who's setting up an abortion clinic. You might want to check that out. <laughs> <coughs> anyway, uh, moving on. Question. My friend just burped, farted, coughed, sneezed, and hiccuped at the same time. Is he going to explode? Going to. Trust me. He already did. Now is your chance to run into his house and steal all the good stuff before his parents find out. Hey, if you can, try and save the skull. It makes a great drinking utensil. Question. Oh, hey, hey. I, I'm going to step Hang on. Before you read this one, because I know <laughs> the shit story that it's going to follow, I know, I'm going to leave the room. I don't want it. This is plausible deniability. I wash my hands of this. You people send in the questions. I am stepping out into the room because everybody's listening, and I know exactly how this is going to end. I remember the, all the crap, the emails we got last time. You're on your own. Question. Why are there no black people on the Jetsons? I am out of here. For the same reason there are no Hispanic people on Star Trek. Because they're all doing the behind-the-scenes manual labor that white people can't be bothered doing. You see, in the future, we'll gather up all the darkies and wetbacks and put them to work so they won't have to be lazy and on welfare anymore. While we're at it, in the future, we'll get all the chinks, the nips, the japs, and slopes together to design stuff for us because we all know how great those people are at mathematics. 
And while they do all the boring menial labor and not get paid for it, which is a wonderful system that was used in the American South less than a century and a half ago, but I can't quite think of what they called it, though. It's such a long time ago. Oh, well. It'll come to me. The more important people in society, the white people, will take on the important questions of the day, such as, which Starbucks should I go today? Should I have that fourth helping of ice cream? Maybe I should get ice cream at Starbucks so I don't have to have my driver, Patty McNarrow, back drive me around so much. I put that in there just for you, sir, and I was hoping you'd figure out what that was. <laughs> Man, won't the future be great? <laughs> yeah. why, do, why do you tell the fine folks at home what, what, a, what a narrow back is, sir? No. No, you no, sure? I, I, you sure? No. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure you, you can read between the lines, folks, and figure out what a narrow back is. There we go. <laughs> Patty McNarrowback. Patty McNarrowback for the win. Is there one I, group? Of I had to look that. I had to look that one up, sir. I, I I applaud you. I think you hit every single race: white, black, Latino, Hispanic, Asian, ev- well, African or uh, Asian American, no. Native Americans, Native Americans. That's the one group you didn't get. Oh uh, yeah, what do we got? Uh, made, wow. Still, I, I give myself an A. For okay, it, next week on Emperor, uh, the Empress Court is just me because he's gone, <laughs> guaranteed. All right, question. If I go back in time and shoot myself, will it be considered as murder or suicide? Well, frankly, with a question that dumb, I'd consider it a blessing. (laughs) Besides, if you want to kill yourself, there are much easier ways than creating time travel. You can overdose, self-immolation, firearms, suffocation, drowning. Look, I have said this before on numerous times and even here on The Quickening numerous times. Life is like a movie. And if you've sat through it for a while and it's just totally sucked from the first minute... Chances are it's not going to all of a sudden get better right at the end and make it all worthwhile. So no one should blame you if you want to walk out early. (laughs) Question, if God's supposed to be all-powerful, how come he hasn't eliminated the devil yet? Well, religious implications aside, this one is utterly, totally obvious. It's because the devil is the most pathetic, ineffective character in all of fiction. He he really is. If you think about it, he can't do anything... He has such comically limited powers, and he's stupid because whenever he possesses someone, it's always an old lady or a little girl. Always. It's always an old lady or a little girl. What's an old lady going to do? Make you a cup of tea to death? Was she going to bake you some cookies to death? I mean, if, if he really wanted to be effective, then he would possess someone like The Rock or Randy Couture or someone like that. No, no. He, he possesses old ladies and little girls. Little, little girls. The devil's going to steal your soul with hopscotch and Barbies. That's right, kids. And then, and then if by chance the devil does possess someone worth worrying about, you, you can get rid of him. It's totally easy to get rid of him. You just sprinkle some holy water on him, and then he shits himself and runs back to hell for a millennia. And then if that doesn't work, all you have to do is show him a cross. You just have to show it to him. You don't have to wield it like a weapon or like throw it at his head and bounce it off him or anything like that. You just show it to him. You know, you could be sitting there on your computer playing WoW or Medal of Honor and just whip out your cross when the devil shows up. It won't even interrupt you leveling up the game. Just a completely ineffective villain. I don't know. Completely a waste of time. <laughs> Last question of the quickening. I, I'm going to step outside again. I, wow. <laughs> I met this girl, and she says she's a Mormon. What's that all about? Well, you know, with your cursory knowledge of Scientology and Dianetics, coupled with your knowledge of its founder, who was a megalomaniacal science fiction writer, you know how you can take those two tiny things and look at Scientology and, and go, wow, what a giant load of bullshit. Well, that's what Mormonism is, okay? It's the same thing. It's a religion invented by a liar. Here's the deal. About 180 years ago, a guy named Joseph Smith, who was a convicted fraud, he actually was convicted and served time in jail, 
for defrauding a guy by claiming he could find silver buried underneath his property, uh, which he never did, of course, but he had a peep stone, and he would put the peep stone in a hat, and the hat would tell him where to go, but he never found anything, and then he went to jail. Anyway, when he got out of jail, he claimed that an angel named Moroni came to him and told him that God had picked him out to find these magic golden plates, which were buried by the descendants of ancient Israelites, written in ancient Egyptian hieroglyphs, buried conveniently enough just down the street from where he was living in Manchester, New York, of all places. What a coincidence, right? So he was supposed to go and dig up the plates, but he couldn't show them. And I'm quoting, he was not, able, he's not allowed to show them to any unauthorized person. That's, that's a fact. Seriously. So anyway, Joseph Smith digs up the plates, and he uses his peepstone, and then he says, wait a minute, if these are written in hieroglyphs, how am I supposed to read and translate them? So then Moroni comes, and he gives them, and I'm quoting again, magic glasses. This is totally true. You can look it up on the internet for yourself. He gets magic glasses. Actually, this is true. I've, I actually have studied, as I'm a big religion guy and, and yes. history guy, I, I have yes, studied, he, it's true. Yeah. He puts on his magic glasses, then he looks through the hat with a peepstone, and then he talked to his wife and neighbor on the other side of a hanging bed sheet, so they couldn't see him, and then he dictated what became the Book of Mormon, but actually was probably plagiarized by a novel written by a man named Solomon Spaulding. I don't know if you knew about that one. That I did not know. Okay, yeah, there's a, there's a, a novel written by Solomon Spaulding in, in the 1830s about the mound builders of North America. And then a bunch of people believe this, and today they now wear magic underwear and make sure gays can't get married. Once again, if you'd like to ask me a question for the quickening, you can always do so. Highlander1g at gmail.com. Okay, I blame you people because you sent the question to him as much as I blame him for being a nut. You know what the really funny thing is? You're the friggin' left-wing liberal. You're the nut job. And th- That's what makes it funny, oh, at least to me. God. You do better it's, with Yule Brenner believing he's Ramses. <laughs> it's because <laughs> that is really funny. It's because I'm the left wing liberal guy that I can do this. Only only Nixon could go to China, and, right. and only Highlander can do the quick. Right. And if I actually had read all that off, I'd be labeled a racist and run exactly. out of here on the rail. Exactly. Guaranteed. I I'm the voice of reason. <laughs> God help uh, all of us. All right. That's well, like I said, I promised minutes. a quickening and a half, and uh, I hope you I got did. it. <laughs> Man. Uh, all right. Real quick. We got about six minutes, so we got to wrap this thing up. All right. Evolution of Video Games. Verizon now selling video games. All right. We'll get to this real quick. This is a small article. We'll get to uh, Verizon, Verizon Communications is now selling some games in its so, online on-demand gaming store a la carte. Previously, Ver- Verizon had only offered its roughly 1,800 titles on a subscription basis. Uh, the company said customers will be able to try out most games before they make a purchase. Most paid games listed on the company site go for ten bucks. Now I heard that actually that Verizon got the got a deal or uh, landed a deal with Apple to now start making the iPad. Uh, that's actually true. The iPad and yes. believe it or not, the iPhone next year. The iPhone is yes. coming. Yeah, they've Apple has finished the CDMA iPhone, which is the the network that Verizon runs, and that's supposed to be announced this Christmas. Is that the CDMA phone is out? meaning that Verizon will be able to sell the iPhone. Uh, thanks, our uh, Shriggs, the Archbishop of the Cult of the Emperor. So, Octale, how long before they're kicked off the station? Thanks, Dick. Like, we need any more help. <laughs> I can, uh, right now, I'm sure Octale is just sitting in his home, typing a da-da-da-da-da, exactly like a scathing letter to rip me a new one. All right, five minutes, folks. Uh, we're almost out of here. Let's, we should probably wrap it up because Octale on no is taking over after this. This is true. Yes, uh, Archbishop should, uh, Shriggs should be fired or demoted. He should take none left's job. Talk about Thankless job. Look at all the people. What the hell is this? Look at that. What the? Whoa. I don't know. Uh, a for effort. Looks like Octale's gearing up. 
It's a girl. I guess. I know so because I've, I've, I've seen them in the encyclopedia. <laughs> Touchdown, Buckeyes. All right. They only need about uh, three more. Three more to make a difference. <laughs> uh, but hey, every turning starts with one step, right? That's right. Exactly. All right. So let's hit the postgame music. All right. There we go. Right. So what did we learn? What did we learn? Week? Well, let's let's leave the quickening side, I suppose. We learned that yeah, um, we learned that there's some real douchebags in the Greater Detroit area who, uh, frankly, die of the same disease that they're Patty McNarrowback. Patty McNarrowback. I had never heard of the Irish. I had never heard of Narrowback. Really? Yeah, you'll yes. have to tell me off the air why why that's a. That's uh, not Irish race. Although what, what I had what I had read was that if if one Irishman calls calls another one a Narrowback, there's an immediate fight. It's the same thing if you were to call a Catholic Irishman like myself a patty. That was a cause to fight. Gotcha. And yeah, now, now it's just, you know, it's just nobody what it cares is. anymore. Yeah. But it's like calling you guys leprechauns. Up to the 60s, you know, you would have gotten shot. Sure. Right? Uh, uh, I learned how to counterfeit money. There you go. I learned the National Institute of Health is trying to make a video game to get women into science. I learned that Blizzard doesn't give a damn about you. It just wants your money and doesn't care about fanning you for cheating when it's already got cheats in the game. Uh, we learned about the best video game costumes of all time. Uh, I learned that they're still bent out of shape at me at that station that shall not be named and still find a need to ridicule me for some reason. And I, I think that's about it. I think that's all we can remember. That's all I do. Yeah, that's all I remember. All right. Uh, I want to thank people for tuning in tonight. Hey, folks, if it wasn't for you, we would not be doing this. I want to thank uh, No Wise for, as always, putting up the podcast for us. I want to thank our IRC bitch, None Left, for sending in the articles, tracking down that... Uh, and let's see if it actually works. I'm curious to see now... Was it number 18 we said it was? I think so, yeah. Let's, let's see. There I'll, it is. I'll activate it here. Okay. Sit your $5 ass down before I make change. Cool, it works. There we go. So we'll use that uh, sound effect. And the, uh, uh, we don't give a damn about the whole state of Michigan. So yeah. thanks, none left. As always, working hard. And a crack of dawn there in Australia. Uh, who else we got to thank? Anybody? Anybody? Uh, our sponsors? Yes. Typefrag.com. That's Typefrag Ventral Servers. Clan Imperial Guard uses Typefrag and has for years, ladies and gentlemen. I am a living proof that this is a fantastic product. Go Guard. And I highly recommend that you use that. Uh, obviously, Clan Imperial Guard, ClanMG.net, not a sponsor, but obviously Go they, yeah, they help with the show. And Audible Audiobooks. Audible.com. Or, or you can go to Amazon, believe it or not, and Amazon also sells Audible Audiobooks as well. So that comes back. All right, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you stick it, uh, stick to bzwproductions.com right here following this show. Uh, no wise ocular ring a Vegas baby audition, or edition rather, of Alpha Geek Radio. I believe next weekend is BlizzCon slash the BTW convention. It's kind of like a, uh, think of it like when Sinatra called for a summit in Las Vegas. That's kind of how I equate it, where, you know, we kind of got pissed that other people were calling for a different summit and said, fine, we'll have one of our own. Ocular was pretty much on the same thing where he's telling people, don't go to BlizzCon, don't waste your time and money, it's always the same old crap. Go to Vegas, have some fun, go to Sin City. So you're you're equating Octail with Frank Sinatra? God, no. I'm just saying that okay. I'm sure that's where we got the idea. Because remember, what goes on in Vegas will be aired on this network. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> or posted on Facebook. Or posted on Facebook. All right, ladies and gentlemen, bad manners are better than no manners at all. Stay classy, Internet. So long, everybody. Go Bucks.